This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. News update. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7, the leaders of the UK, the US, Germany and France have issued a joint statement blaming Russia for the Salisbury poison attack. The Prime Minister has been meeting emergency services in the city this afternoon, thanking them for their help. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov says Moscow will only return into partnership with the EU on two conditions. When our European neighbours lose interest in following American Russophobic tendencies, including sanctions and provocations, and when they lose interest in those scandalous actions which we now see from the government of the United Kingdom, which go far outside the norms of propriety. A pedestrian bridge has collapsed over a motorway in Miami. Pictures show the newly installed footpath crushing at least five cars. A man has been told he may never be released from prison as he was jailed for killing his ex-partner's daughter at an Aldi supermarket. 44-year-old Neville Horde has been given a minimum of 30 years behind bars for the attack on Jodie Wilshire in North Yorkshire last December. Jodie's uncle Ewan Hilton spoke outside court. A beautiful girl has gone to heaven without mercy or hesitation. Her precious life taken in a planned and determined attack to murder her. A complete and utter loss has destroyed us all. We will never come to terms with her death. The mother of 13-month-old Poppy Worthington says she's extremely disappointed there won't be a further investigation into her daughter's death. A third court judgment ruled the toddler had been sexually assaulted before she died, but prosecutors say it's not enough for another review. HSBC has revealed a big gender pay gap among its UK staff. On average, women earn nearly 60% less per hour than men, making it one of the worst offenders in the banking industry. And the funeral for the comedian Sir Ken Dodd is to be held at Liverpool Cathedral on the 28th of March. Friends, family and fans are to be invited to a public service. That's the latest. I'm Elizabeth Secker. The Crystal Palace Fan Show. The latest on the Eagles and all the gossip.
gossip from Selhurst Park. Plus, you Glazers fans getting vocal on the socials. The Crystal Palace Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport London, a great station for a great city. City, 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 city. Thursday evening across the capital. Two minutes past seven. And you're listening to Love Sport Radio. 558 AM DAB Digital Radio online via the Alexa Smart Speaker as well. Evening chaps, we're talking all things Crystal Palace Good this evening. evening. The Mighty Eagles. You alright? Um, yeah, you alright? You alright as well? You alright? Yeah, you, you, you alright? You alright yeah. within yourself? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, to my left, Nick. Gillard? Correct. And uh, here he is, Alvi's back. Alvi! Alvi! Albert Curley! How are you? How you doing? I'm alright, mate. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm still sort of, you know, reliving last week. We had a lot of fun. Thanks, la- for, thanks for having us back. Thank, well, thank you for coming back. It's been, uh, it's been a, a busy week in football. Um, plenty to talk about about Palace. It's not going to be that way next week. We're going to literally sit here and play Palace Scrabble. Next, oh, that'd be a great game. We'll play Palace Scrabble next week uh, because there's an international break. However, this week we need to look back at uh, the weekend and Chelsea. Who went? Did you go? Chelsea? No, no, no. no. Don't, don't fancy an away day. It's no. not really an away day, is it? Not really. And uh, it was only going to go one way, wasn't it? You know, to, I know. I know. I sat here last week and said we'd get a draw, but I think, I'm not sure I meant it to be honest. <laughs> Palace got a lot of praise. Um, on on Saturday, praise doesn't keep you up, does it? No, very true. No. <laughs> very true. No, I think I think with the uh, with the goal that was disallowed, which I'm sure we'll come on to later. You know, you can say we earned a point. However, Chelsea should have scored. Talk to me about these comments from Chris Sutton because I know you were oh. kind of riled oh. up. He, he has, you know, he, killing he, me. He enjoys erring on the side, you know, the side of caution. He likes talking uh, about things maybe with a bit of controversy. Talk to me about it. He manages to be controversial and really dull at the same time, which is quite a talent. Um, now, it sort of refers to when we, uh, when we managed a, a quite heroic draw against Manchester City over the Christmas period and should have won it were it not for a, um, a safe penalty. Wolf Zaha gets taken out by... Not taken out, that's the wrong word, but gets fa- legitimately fouled in the area by Raheem Sterling. And, you know, there's, there's, always a, there's always a huge, huge amount of discussion around every time Wilfred Zaha wins or doesn't win a free kick. And Chris Sutton went all out on all, all sorts of media formats, essentially calling Wilf Zaha it, a cheat. Is it just Zaha or is it wingers on a whole? Ashley Young gets it. Deli Ali gets it. He's not even a winger. He gets it. All sorts of wingers. Well, Deli Ali quite yeah. rightly gets it, I think. But the, I think the problem is Chris Sutton has, has, has gone on to so he needs to be banned. He's a cheat, you know, and he's and he's used that word. Ashley um, Young last died about three years ago. I've got he still gets. He plays. He's a he's a fullback now, and he still gets it. I think that's the problem. Once once you once that label gets put on you, and we had it with Andy Johnson. We did, didn't we? Once that label, once someone says it, it manages to catch fire. Unless it's unless it's a player at you know the really top level. 
it seems to be your fair game. Um, we um, we couldn't buy a penalty with Andy Johnson, could we, in the end? And it, it's mad, I've got um, Zaha, informed striker on FIFA. He gets fouled so many times in that game, never gets a penalty. So it's no, mirroring it's just, computer games. It's just, it's karma really, isn't it? <laughs> it's karma. <laughs> um, so you weren't pleased with the with the comments from Sutton. Could you, What can you take from... Palace's performance on, on Saturday bar obviously no points There's de- I mean listen it's definitely positive looking at a slightly wider picture to come out of games against Spurs United and Chelsea with a minus three goal difference and and three on the mat, on the whole three very respectable performances I'd, it's a positive obviously there's no points in that and that's what it boils down to at the end of the day but based on a performance and, and with a weakened team going into our slightly easier run and I say that with trepidation with players back if we can carry on that form and that desire you'd like to think there's 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 weaker teams that we might get rewarded with those performances P- points make prizes in this league don't yeah. they well yeah. this is it you, you've just got to hope that having so many players coming back in at once doesn't upset any sort of balance you don't, you don't want to what change. What balance? Well, no, but you don't want to change too much. What cause, balance? Because they, they, they were doing all right second half. All right, Chelsea's, Chelsea took their foot off the pedal a bit, but... Heaven forbid they come in and propel us up the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's we're, we're crying out. We're crying out for some of those players coming back. And judging by the comments today, it looks like we might be getting a few of them this weekend. Which uh, And I was surprised to see Zaha on Saturday, to be honest. We, we talked outside, Nick, about the word crisis and about clubs that are currently in crisis right now. And you, you, you were talking about West Ham United. I want to focus on them because I want to ask... With the media sort of surrounding them and, and sort of constantly peppering them, there's new stories. I mean, this week, they, the poor guys have gone away to Miami for warm weather training and they've, they've got two pictures up. One picture of Manchester City training and one picture of Joe Hart on the beach. Um, is this the media <laughs> just trying to, you know, ramp something up or is there actually something going on at West Ham? They're, they'll always get get answers from the board at West from uh, West Ham, won't they? So that they're easy easy pickings for the media and they won the World Cup on their own, didn't they? Or back in the, the day. The Academy of the, Football. The Academy of Football. Um I think they're right to pick them up on it, but I think they're picking them up on the wrong points. They're blaming the fans when I think it's the fans that've been turned over, taken out of their their manner and then forced to watch football in a stadium so, that is in no way. So looking at that, is this something that Roy Hodgson can use to sort of push Palace out of, out of trouble and say, look, that, look at them and look at us. We we haven't. Got, you've got a chairman that wants to take you into the future, you know, that wants to build a new stand and he wants to redevelop Soas. You know, you're spending money. You spent money, you know, money on players like Sacco, like Benteke. Let's be fair, you yep. wanted Sacco, am I right? Yeah. And Benteke at the time. I think a lot of clubs would have taken Benteke. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah. But at, at the time, Benteke was equivalent almost to how Lukaku was. I, I used to see them as very similar players. Now look how far apart they, they seem to be. But Lukaku's obviously playing in a team with, I'd say, a different level of individuals compared to compared to Palace. Agreed, but then Benteke scored 17 last year. He didn't get on well with um, the system that Roy played at Liverpool. Uh, and I, I don't think he fitted in there. So I don't know whether there's anything between... He, d- he didn't play for Roy. I'm, I'm sure that Ben's... No, no, it was Brendan no, Rodgers no. who signed him. Brendan Rodgers, sorry. Brendan yeah. Rodgers. I mean, Brendan Rodgers was always going to be a difficult one. He wanted to play one-touch pass in football. When you've got a lump up front, it's going to be a bit difficult now. He's not He's not a Liverpool player. Is time. he a Palace player? Yeah, he can be. He can be. We just need to... I so said we touched on it last week. I think service hasn't been great. And I, 
you know the whole the whole team bar Zaha you can you can point fingers at throughout the season and say they've not been at their best. Do, do, you, do you need to love Ben Taker? Do you need does he need a bit of TLC? I mean, I, I'm not putting myself forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you heard of Austin Powers when then uh, Dr. Weaver has the the cat? He's like, we don't know our kitty, <laughs> we love our kitty, we stroke our kitty. I think you're right. I mean, <laughs> I he, he's a he's a very specific type of player, and what's what's unfortunate, and you know, you can it's great looking back. I think there's been there's been previous iterations of this team in the Premier League where Christian Benteke would have thrived more. Maybe when we were a bit more naive coming up playing long ball um now we're sort of we're in that weird it's our fifth season we're looking to reach that next level dare i use the word transition um and you know he's not he's you know it's like liverpool he's not a one-touch glossy footballer you know it's uh love sport radio 558 am you can tweet us at love sport radio this evening you can get in contact with us 0208 70 20 558 let's talk all things crystal palace is christian benteke a crystal palace player give us a tweet at love store at, at love story radio love sport radio i'm <laughs> getting right a bit confused on it's the air conditioning it's getting to my head the oldest message in a bottle has been found in Australia, and inside was the Queen's birth certificate. I guarantee it. Love sport. A spokesman said dot com. The website fighting for you and saving you money. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. He's a familiar face and isn't afraid to chat about the right stuff. If you love sport and love London, you'll love Kevin O'Sullivan at lunchtime on Love Sport. Weekdays from one. If you don't, just turn it off. It's not a prison we're running here. Love Sport, a great station for a great city. With a spokesman said.com. Good evening, it's Love Sport Radio on your Thursday evening. The weekend is upon us and we're talking all things Palace. So I want to go back to that point we were talking about, West Ham. Is this something you can utilise for sort of morale-boosting purposes? You know, can Roy look at it and go, look, they're in trouble, let's be fair. You know, they, they've got a tough game against that. Southampton West Ham is going to be a mammoth fixture on the 31st of March. They thought you know, with Southampton under Pellegrino, maybe they could grab something out of the game. Their fans could get behind them. Yes, they can do it. Southampton got a new manager now. The whole sort of... You know, the t- the tables have been turned on that fixture. That's key. Completely agree. I mean, again, I sat here last week and said I, I, I really hope that these other clubs don't don't make a change because instinctively, you know, new managers come in and you get a bounce. We've played our card. Southampton, I think, are underachieving. They were underachieving under Pellegrino. And looking at the table now, which is just on the screen, <laughs> um, you know, if they start pulling away, I think Mark Hughes is a fairly astute appointment. Really? For eight games, I think he'll probably probably do them all right. I mean, if you look at it, this whole short-term managerial contract situation is becoming quite fashionable, isn't it? It's Mark just- Hughes, Paul Lambert. There's too much at stake for them to take a risk on lower league managers. It, and he just got the same people going round and round and round. I think we're the only team out of that Southampton and Everton and West Brom that haven't had Hughes yet. So I'm expecting him to be with us in about a season and a half, you reckon, Albert? It'll be his turn at us. <laughs> Maybe sooner. What about Roy? Is he is he a man who can take you forward in the short to mid-term? I don't want to use the phrase long-term. Providing... <laughs> 
providing we, we, we're frightened to use the term long term as well because you never know what's going to happen we with don't them. know what it means anymore at yeah yeah um it depends on injuries and such like and transfer what injuries to roy no yeah <laughs> <laughs> um to, to players because we we've suffered so much that i think it's um distorted what he can actually do and what he's done with uh an all right championship team which is what we've got with the reserves is um quite good really yeah, I think the 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 problem is long term doesn't really mean long term anymore in the Premier League. You know, I think anything over eighteen months you can now say well, long term. De, de Boer so, was no, expe- not. But De Boer was expected to be the new long term solution, wasn't he? Uh, well, that's what we were. That's what we were told. I'm pretty sure that's what Frank De Boer was told as well. And that and that's where Mr. Pardew's been pretty canny because he has actually been taking long term contracts that are difficult difficult to be bought. Do, out do you of. think West Brom will be? regretting this now i mean i've had it on good authority mm. that uh my friend nick grant's a big baggies fan he knows knows lots of people up there had it on good authority that roy hodgson approached west brom and said i'll come back at the start of next at the start of last season <laughs> i hope it's not the start of next season start of last season when police was still there and said offered himself up but they said no we're all right with police well, I mean, I, th- I thought they should have kept Tony Pulis, to be fair. I mean, he, he, I don't think oh, they'd be in this situation. Yeah. I think they've got a decent enough squad. I think they'd have scraped it by, by a point and maybe goal difference, but... The fans hated him. Oh, West Brom gone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that yeah, was a very, very... I don't like the way that sounds. No. I'm not enjoying no. that. No. Uh, you know, the if stink- they do go, it will sound like that. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no one's gone at this stage, but... They're looking ever more likely. The, every, with every day that Pardew's there, hopefully that. And, and what about Stoke City? They are a very strange club, aren't they? I mean, I I, I was never Mark Hughes's fan there. I didn't really like the cut of the tracksuit and the uh, the running shoe he used to wear. He always he's he's like you know that that dad who goes shopping in a really nice pair of like Tommy jeans, uh, you know, a good quality pair of jeans, but he wears the battered old A6 running shoes that he he's had for about 15 years and he goes oh I had these since my college days I didn't like that and I didn't na- like the cut of the tracks I didn't like I didn't like you know the zip at the bottom the vented <laughs> yeah, what's zip what's that all about don't like that but yeah no matter what he wore he always ended up looking like Mrs Doubtfire that was the problem oh that's a bit harsh he did didn't he he did that's very nice well, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it was good or bad you're not here, here no, to be nice it's, it's, it's just not a look for a Premier League manager is it um Tweet no. us at Last Ball Radio. Did uh, Mark Hughes used to look like Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> in a Stoke City training kit? Will he look any better in the Southampton, which is uh, made by Under Armour, I believe? Oh, there you go. Yeah. But yet they wear it on the outside. I hope he's been working out. That's that's what I really hope, you know. Yeah. Um, well, let's hope it doesn't work out. Stoke. General. Stoke. I mean, Paul Lambert. Oh, it frustrates me Odd. so much. So much enthusiasm on the side of the pitch when he comes in to do an interview. He doesn't want to talk. He's a to dour, you. dour man. Mind you, if I was manager Stoke City, I might be. A I mean, if you look at his track record of clubs: Villa, yeah. Blackburn, Wolves, uh, Stoke. He likes the upper regions of the. You know, so let's let's divide the country up. He he, he wants to be <laughs> close to Scotland as possible. He Maybe did, he's got an electric car and he can't travel may, too far. Very, yeah. yeah, very true. He he did he did do well at Wickham. He did well at Norwich. Do you think the Norwich job and the Norwich sort of history? Not I'm not going to say history. The the. The success isn't even success. What did he win? The relative success he had at Norwich, he took them up. Do you think that still accounts for something now on his CV? 
it's probably too too long ago for people to to consider it but ultimately that's what got him into the premier league and he's become one of these i'm not gonna use the word reliable but he's become one of is these he reliable no no but he's not reliable but he's he's been around the premier league he probably doesn't cost a lot to employ you know mixed record but I, i've got to say when when they got rid of hughes i would i wouldn't have put i wouldn't have put 20p on Paul Lambert rocking up there. It seems a very odd yeah. choice. As I said to, to Arsenal fans yesterday, Owen Coyle was once known as reliable. He was known as the no- next forward-thinking manager, and he was touted as a replacement for Arsene Wenger. T- <laughs> time, you know, he resigned from Ross County two weeks ago. Times have changed. That's because he knows Arsene Wenger's on. on his way. <laughs> what <laughs> manager? Jobs watch making himself Jobs, available. You know, yeah. Wenger to Ross County. He's not County. stupid, Owen Coyle. No, no. But, uh, t- Look at the list of clubs. Houston Dynamos. Oh, really? Houston Dynamos. Blackburn Rovers as well. He has been everywhere. It's it's a very, very tough one. You know, managers have this sort of heyday and they, they sort of leave. I want to come back and talk about the slanging match that's gone on this week in the press. De, De Boer versus Mourinho. Is De Boer the worst manager in the history of the Premier League? You can tweet us at Love Sport Radio. You can call us 0208 70 20 558. Get involved with the conversation this evening. Have your say. Don't you just hate it when most politicians just answer their own questions? I do. Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't spit at you if you criticise us. Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Don't take no from no one. Wise words from a wise man. Namely me, the spokesman. So if your car insurance quote is too high, tell them to sling their rook and let my guy sort it. We've got the deals from the players, but they won't get out of line. Because it's easy to compare, switch and save at thespokesmansaid.com. You know it makes sense. You could visit 10, 20, 50, 100 car dealers. Or just visit Car Giant with giant choice and giant savings. Car Giants. You love your sport. But it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. When it comes to claiming back PPI, here at The Claims Guys, we know what we're doing. We've already successfully claimed back over £670 million for our customers. And in the past six months, our team located PPI on over 315,000 accounts. So you see, we're not called the Claims Guys for nothing. To start your comprehensive PPI check, just text SEARCH to 6677. That's SEARCH to 6677. The Claims Guys. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich bringing home the bacon with all the sports the biggest news and a fair amount of egg on faces you like it saucy there'll be something for you love sport breakfast with ian stone weekdays from 6 a.m on love sport seriously cricket i have to tell you i've never seen anything like that before unique very very unique love sport the warm-up 
Wearing the second-hand leg warmers we found outside Pineapple Studios in Covent Garden, whilst we limber up to liberate London from mediocre talk radio. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Evening, uh, it's Love Sport Radio on DAB Digital Radio and 5.58am we are going to preview the uh, Arsenal versus AC Milan clash. Arsenal currently 2-0 up in uh, in that tight in the Europa League round of 16. It's the second leg. Arsenal Wenger uh, has named this lineup. Ospina is the goalkeeper. It's a battle line of Bellerin, uh, Mustafi, Koscielny and Monreal. Xhaka and Ramsey are the holders with Mkhitaryan, Wilshere and Ozil just behind England uh, England striker Danny Welbeck, <laughs> which I'm sure, no doubt, chaps, we will, we will move on to, to the England squad because that was a grand shock for me today. But I've first, moved on already. <laughs> well, first and foremost, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, a bit of a a bit of a debate. I'm not even going to call it a debate. Let's call it a statement from Jose Mourinho, who, who claimed that Frank de Boer is the worst manager in Premier League history. We're asking you this evening, is he? I mean, yourselves, Holmes, the radio, said he wasn't given much of a chance, was he? But that record, seven games, no wins, five, no points, five no games. goals. Was it five? Yeah. Five games, yeah. Five. Roy, One of them in the league, wasn't it? Yeah, Roy, Roy Hodgson took over. And <coughs> yeah, it was seven. It was sixth and seventh game yeah, exactly. in the league. Yeah, Mourinho went in and said, <laughs> Mourinho did him a favour, he said it was seven and it wasn't even that, so... Uh, there you go. Well, five games. Th- whether that works in Frank the Boss. No goals. Don't know. <laughs> no goals. No goals. No goals. No goals. No goals. No, goals. no joy. position. What, worse, than, worse than Crystal Palace history? <sighs> it was such a short slice, it, yeah. I don't know if you can say it's the worst Who, who is the worst in Crystal Palace history? In oh. recent years, Trevor Francis. Trevor Francis was pretty miserable. Steve Kemba. Peter T- well, no, Kemba had his moments. He saw, you know, albeit in caretaker roles. Dave Tuttle. Well, that's, is that a moment? I don't know. <laughs> no, he had his moment. He had his moments when he was sort of thrown in to put the fires out. Uh, Dave. No, Kemba, Kemba. But um, I think Nick's Nick's nailed it. It's Nick? Trevor Francis and no, Nick's not the worst manager we've ever had. He's no. never. Well, I haven't done well, it yet. It's my turn. In three wouldn't get years. near it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's probably a toss up between Peter Taylor, Paul Hart. Paul Hart. No, Paul Hart kept us Paul up. Paul Hart was a legend. Kept us up uh, again. It Burley. Was, oh, oh, that's a good shout, actually. It I is. don't know what it is at George Burley. All I, I remember I was, I as a child, I remember he used to call Ipswich Eepswich, and it really used to irritate me. You know, we're, we're, we're fighting, you know, for Eepswich tone. I mean, he took Ipswich in, into the, the Europa League. He did. You yeah. Know? I mean, and look at them now. But whatever happened to George Burley? We, uh, we got dumped for was it four 0 by Millwall the day he got sacked and Jason Punction scored a hat trick against us. Uh, New or was Year's, it three 0 Was it New, either Boxing Day or New Year's Day? It was, yeah. a, it was a Jason Punch and hat trick, and um, that was just when we come out of administration. He came in all guns blazing. You know, again, you look at that Ipswich reputation and you think, oh, that's a that's not a bad shout, but it was absolute dross. Attilio. I'm not having a bad word said against Attilio no, in any no. in any respect. Just just from the moment he first played in a Palace shirt and the first thing he did was sprayed a completely accurate 50 yard diagonal ball across the pitch I, I don't think any of, see, any of us had seen Azzelos for about 12 years don't, don't you think that if you put Attilio Lombardo and former Derby manager Jim Smith next to each other they'd look like father and son <laughs> or brothers 
Have you ever seen him in the room at the same time? No. No. Well, there you no. go. It, it, I mean, Jim Smith does. Look, I think it's just the hair. It's, it's going to be the hair, isn't it? Got to be the hair. The lack of hair. Um, the one that Simon Jordan mentioned in his book was uh, Peter Taylor, yeah. who I also think is another one who, who really doesn't pull off the tracksuit and trainer's combination uh, too well. He owes my sister 500 quid. <laughs> okay. Did she sell him the tracksuit? No, no. He... he um, she paid a deposit on his house. She was going to buy his house or, or paid a deposit to go and look at it. And then on he a five hundred pound. Well, no, this is we're going when back in seventy four. It might have been about eighty eight. Actually, it's going quite a way back. Is this still an ongoing legal case? Because I don't think we should talk about it. No, it no. But but she loved him anyway because we used to watch him in the seventies when we went. But um, Peter Taylor, another classic case. Brilliant with the England under twenty ones. He made David Beckham England captain. He did. Yeah, he was a he was at Leicester. Uh, for but a he, bit, also wasn't he? Signed, he also signed Stuart Green for us, which is. Roping, yeah, yeah. He, he, I must see. Uh, Nick's alluded to it. He sort of came in with this player legend status. I remember, and it's a bit. I'm a bit young to appreciate that, but obviously, I know Peter Taylor's got a huge, huge sort of rep as a player at Palace, and he came in, and it was uh, heralded as the second coming, and it was wonderful. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna ask you how how many clubs has Peter Taylor managed? Gillingham, Leicester, Wickham. Has he been Bradford Palace? Obviously, Bradford, uh, yeah. Are we counting England? Are we counting England? Yeah. 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 Uh, any... Wickham think, Have you said Wickham Wanderers? Yeah. Yeah. 19 teams. 19? 19. 19 teams. And did he receive a hero's welcome at any of them? No. Oh. I mean, you know, let's be fair, the average sort of length of a job is a year. I, I, I was never too impressed with him. I was surprised when he got the job after was it Mickey Adams at uh, Leicester or was Mickey Adams after him oh, Leicester of course yeah. he, was, he was at Leicester City wasn't he, Hang he, on, was he it? and he, he has this player Junior Lewis he used to bring Junior Lewis everywhere with him I haven't got a clue why well it's funny you say that because we're talking about Stuart Green we signed he brought Stuart Green with him from Hull and all the talk was oh it's his uh, it's his son-in-law yeah and that was the that was the, the talk for what probably 15 years and then we interviewed Stuart Green on the podcast <laughs> and someone put it to him I was supposed to like having Peter Taylor as your father-in-law and he's like he's not my father-in-law <laughs> so <laughs> he's not I, nah, I don't actually no, know no that's how bad he was people assumed that just because he'd been at two clubs with Peter Taylor that it must be a nepotism issue Look, in more recent years he has ma- managed Bahrain let's just oh fair enough oh, I'll take it all back Bahrain, Gillingham Kerala Blasters Bradford City in 2010 I mean, he, he's one of their managers. You just look at it like... Was no. it Peter Taylor that signed Adi Akinbae for like... Yes! Six million yes, quid at Leicester? Yes, yes, yes. And he was sure that Adi Akinbae was going to be a world beater. Uh, somehow, unfortunately, he wasn't. This is Love Sport Radio. Uh, you can call us 0208 70 It's at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Tell us, is Frank De Burr... The worst Premier League manager in history? Is he the worst Crystal Palace manager in history? I want to know. Or are we looking at Peter Taylor or any others? Dario Grady. Dave Besant lasted a day. Anyone? I'm, I'm, Trevor Francis was yeah. was pretty woeful. Yeah, even even in the Championship, you could see the crowds dropping. Because he came in straight after Bruce when we were like top of the league and then we just sunk like a star. Now, I'd argue, Bruce, when he was at... Palace for that short time before he got put on gardening leave was one of our best managers. Very, very quickly with, with Trevor Fro- with Trevor Francis, I never actually understood what 
what accent does he have? It, the problem is he talks like he's going to Yes! Talk, talk, that's talk, exactly talk. it! Yeah, exactly. It's exactly it. I, I don't know whether I'm going to be... When I was at Palace, I gave Andy Johnson his name. It's just all that, yeah. Yeah. 0208 70 25 at Love Sport Radio. Join in the conversation we're having a laugh this evening. John Talarco joins us next. I am so excited to meet Kim Jong-un. I have two DVDs prepared for the sleepover, the interview and Team America. If the highlight of your weekend is a trip to Ikea Wembley or buffing your car bumper in Barnet, then you need some love sport in your life. Start the best days of the week with a record-breaking athlete and a fascinating footballer who has some big opinions. So it's bound to kick off. Mo Farah and Eric Cantona are the guys we couldn't afford. So instead, wake up with you and Thomas and Paul Mortimer. Weekend breakfast from 7am on your London station. Love sport. Love Sport Radio on 558am. How's it going? Half past seven on your Thursday evening. We're talking all things Crystal Palace. And I I love, this is one of my favourite parts of the week because we just get to talk about random stuff. We love a good throwback here. Um, I'm not going to call him a throwback because he he is a bit of a hero. Uh, John Salako joins us on the line this evening. Evening, John. Hi, guys. Hey, hey, John. How are you getting right, John? on, John? Um, very quickly, we are touching upon the subject of the Mourinho comments about Frank De Boer. Is De Boer the worst Premier League manager in history? Well, of course he is, and I, I, I felt he was a bit unlucky. Obviously, he lost those four games. Um, uh, it happens, you know, and it was sad, really, because I think he, he's such a legend of a player. I think the, the management and, and, the, and Steve Parrish decided they wanted to go with a more expansive form of a continental style of playing and move the club forward. Um, and, and for one or two reasons, it didn't work. Maybe he came in and he was a little bit too on the front foot with the players. You know, I think, you know, he, he did ostracise a couple of players publicly in front of everyone, which didn't go down well with the squad. And he maybe tried to change things too quickly and didn't have the, the, the players to do it and the, the style of play. Um, a game was key. Really, maybe he had players that just couldn't implement or or do what he wanted them to do. So I thought I thought he was unlucky and uh, probably deserved a bit more time. But Mourinho's comments are a disgrace, really. And I don't understand why Jose gets involved with stuff like that. It was very barbed. It was very bitter um, attack on him. You know, he attacked Neville. You know, for making a few comments. He's always, he, you know, he's, he's getting into these petulant arguments. He got him argument with Conte. And then, obviously, when you see the way they play, and they went out the other night with a whimper to Seville, and you just think, okay, yeah, maybe serves you right. Nice answer, John. So, if he isn't, who is the worst manager in Premier League history? Oh, <laughs> 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 oh do you know what? Uh, I mean, the, the Premier League is a tough, tough place to, to be, and there's a lot of managers that have struggled in the Premier League, you know, and uh, it'll be harsh for me to, to, to pick out one person. Um, Come on, John. Don't sit on the fence. Pick up no, two. No, no, Pick no. up two. There's no bit smart Hughes at Stoke. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Hughes is a funny one, isn't he? Just, I mean, he's been around for a while. I think he's managed six Premier League clubs. He's, he's been at big clubs, but, you know, I'm just not convinced. And uh, he seems to do well and then do poorly. And, you know, he seems to have that Stoke, you know, brought in your Anatoviches and, you know, your Shakiris and your Bojans, and you thought, wow, okay, they're going places and, and they're changing. You know, and, he, and for a while he did really well, and then it just all fell apart, and it, you know, it's weird, really. And now, obviously, he's got the rescue job at Southampton, so, you know, we wish him luck in that. Who was who your favourite manager to, to play under, John? To play under? Um, I would have to probably say Stevie Coppel. 
Um, I think when Stevie came, uh, he was young, he was fresh, he was new to the game, just didn't have a side to him, he was intelligent, uh, didn't say an awful lot, but was you know, it was, was really bright. Um, and he was, you know, he was engaging and he, he, he was great for me, to be honest. Um, I mean, he was my, he, he was one of my heroes, um, Stevie Coppel. And it was a shame that his knee injuries curtailed his, his career at 28, but um, I think he's, he, you know, got a university degree, you know, just an absolute legend for, for Man United in England. And when he came, it just sort of really fell into place and it was just so comfortable to play uh, for him. Um, and I, you know, I love that period. You know, we got to the cup final. We won the Zenith State Systems final. We finished third in, the, in what is the Premier League. Um, you know, and I played for England, so it, it was by far the best best period in my career. And you know, it's just brilliant. You know, the way he handled Wright and Bright and Jeff Thomas and Andy Gray and you know Thorny and, and, and Eric Young and obviously Nigel Martin. It was a great side, and everyone just a great team spirit. And and really, I think you know Steve, Steve was was the catalyst for that. Looking back, look, John. Looking back, when you talk about that team spirit in the dressing room, do you think there's a been a huge shift in essentially sort of player power as a squad? You know, a club like Chelsea, if you get the impression that if the players aren't happy, the managers are dead man walking. Do you think that's been a shift, or has that always been the case? No, it's definitely a massive shift. I mean, the games the games changed massively. I think you know when I look back at when I started playing and probably the early, early part of my career, um, it was very much a dressing room. You know, players. Uh, worked for each other, they got on, uh, they bonded, they liked each other, uh, and they worked and pulled together. Um, there wasn't really player power, you know, you, you'd get the top earners, you know, obviously, you know, the, the, the strikers and maybe there'll be, you know, players earned more, but you understood the hierarchy of it. You know, there's a discipline, you know, I came to as an apprentice where you made tea, got the pros kits, you know, clean their boots, you clean the great, you know, and, and you know, you, you had a work ethic and a, and a respect. Uh, and you came through the ranks and, and, you know, you look forward to getting in the first team and you appreciate being in around the first team and you knew you had to work. Now, you know, kids just come through, you know, no respect. There's no real loyalty. They're all individuals playing in a, in a team. Um, and, and it's creeps, you know, and, and they, you know, they sort of, it's all about agents now, you know, and, and whatever the agents tell them, they believe they don't really listen to managers anymore. It's just so difficult. It's just worrying. But, you know, it's a very, very difficult job now for managers to, to try and keep a team together. Uh, you look at Conte, you know, Juventus, Italy, you know, came in, won the championship, you know, the, the Premier League. Um, you know, Jose Mourinho before him, where he, you know, arguably talk about losing the dressing room, where he lost John Terry, they all been some of the senior players, and they turn against him. There's a lot, lot of firepower now, but it's just a lot of selfishness, which is, it's just not great. Do you, do you think all clubs are like that? Because you, you wouldn't have imagined having that uh, under Alex Ferguson, would you, at Manchester United? No, I mean, yeah, and it was, it's a, you know, we'll look back, you know, and that, that was a magnificent era. You know, Sir Alex Ferguson kept it, he ruled it with an iron rod. Uh, you know, he made sure the lads towed the line, but his man management was, was, was second to none. His eye for a player, you know, set up the team and his motivation. And, and they played as a team. And they all came ready to, to play. And he, he stood no nonsense. Um, one of his strengths was just knowing, you know, getting the best out of a player, knowing when to let him go. So your Rinses, your Stams, your Beckhams, you know, your Yorks, your Coles. Pogba. You know, <laughs> you know even Ronaldo. He got, he got rid of those guys. He got the best out of them. And when they started going, you know, Beckham, I want to go and do some, some TV, you know, too many shampoo adverts and... 
you know, it's like, yeah, thank you very much, David. Um, off you pop. You know, I'll go in a different direction. And he had the older pros, you know, that, that, that backed him up with that. And it was very much, you know, that, that team, team spirit and work ethic. And, you know, and now, you know, you get people like Pogba coming for 90 million. He's more bothered about his hair, his earrings, you know, probably comes in with his headphones. And, you know, I'm like, really, just show the world you're a good player. You're playing for the biggest club in the world. You know, go and train. Go and show us what you're about. And, and it's all petulant. It's all... And Mourinho's asked him to play in a certain way, in a certain style. And, he, you know, he's not had that. You know, telling people Mourinho's fallen out was really sure. You know, he fell out with Mkhitary and he fell out with Pogba. You know, and it's really just trying to get them to work, you know, for the team and understand, you know, the tactics that he wants to play. And, you know, Mourinho's a winner. He's a born winner. If you, if you listen to him, you'll win, you'll win stuff. It may not be enjoyable. And I always remember in my career, and when I talked to a lot of players, you didn't really enjoy playing so much. There were times, yeah, you, you loved it, but you had to do a job. You played the game. You did your job. You know, it wasn't about going and, and, and entertaining, you know, so much about doing what you want to do and being that selfish. And they, they seem to be like that now. So it, it's, it's, it's just a, it's a changed world. When I had the one year, you know, in the Palace dressing room, I couldn't believe how different it was and how individual they all were. You know, they kind of come in and do their own thing. They hardly talk to each other. No one talks football. Um, they're not really mates. One or two get on. You know, the French boys are in a clique over there. You know, the African boys maybe over there in a little clique. And, you know, then you've got a few over here that, that maybe get on. But, you know, it wasn't, you know, I, don't, I couldn't see them all going out for a beer and, and staying together for very long and, and really enjoying each other's company, which... You know, which is just a modern day game. John, very quickly, I know, I know you're a busy man. Um, it's a weekend of relegation, six pointers, if you like, um, with Huddersfield taking on Palace at, yeah. uh, at the, the John Smith Stadium. Uh, yeah. How is it going to go for Palace, and does Roy have enough there to keep the Eagles above water? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, do you know what? I went to the Chelsea game in the first half. You know, the game is a bit like watching the Spurs game. Um, you know, and I'm watching that Chelsea game, and we just look a million miles away. You know, even Chelsea in second gear, we're just we're just on a different level to us, and we just didn't really offer anything. Solok and Benteke just were, you know, no pace. You know, not really any kind of aggression. And then when Zaha comes on, he just makes such a difference. His physicality, he runs with the ball, he carries, he connects players, he makes things happen. He gets free kicks, corners, uh, and, and he commits players, and he's able to get, you know shots and, and crosses in and just so dynamic. So with Wolf back, you know, Schlupp's back, you know, hopefully he can get Sacco back. He was on the bench, wasn't he? But feels a massive game. But it's a game that, you know, we've got to go match him for intensity, match him for work rate, you know, just be hard to break down, no mistakes, you know, take, 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 a, you know, a clean sheet and hopefully get the win. So a massive game, Liverpool home after that. But then there's a, there's a run of six games. I think it's Brighton, Bournemouth, Leicester, um, Watford, uh, and then Stoke and West Brom to finish off with. So, you know, the points are there. I think that needs, I think need three wins, three draws from eight games. So, you know, it's more than doable, especially with the, with the fixtures we got. So, Palace definitely staying up. I think West Brom, Stoke, Southampton, for me. John, you've been uh, you've been wonderful as always. I know you're you're a very busy man. Uh, we just uh, we've got to say thanks to John Solarco. Cheers, John. Nice one, John. I like his bottom three. Let's put it that way. You like yeah. his bottom three. Good work. Uh, thank you very much, John. We'll be back right after this. It's last one, Radio. Let me tell you, LBC. 
Losers, wrong, fake news, real lightweights, believe me. We wanted to say ready to rumble, but we get sued. So instead we'll say we're ready to kick off. Love Sport, we're just warming up. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results, win seven figures. Big bills, I crush them, chew them up and spit them out because I am the spokesman. Paying too much for your energy, then have a word and I can find you a better deal because my crew shake down the energy suppliers to find the best prices around and all you have to do is click on the one that's right for you. Compare, switch and save at thespokesmansaid.com. You know it makes sense. You could make the main dealer's day by paying over the odds. Or you could go to Big Motoring World and save a fortune on up to 2,000 pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes, Audis and VWs in stock. Then with the money you saved, put a smile on your face with a cheeky weekend away for two. Give yourself a break at Big Motoring World. Just minutes from the M25. See bigmotoringworld.co.uk. Could you offer an abandoned or unwanted dog a loving home? If you can, All Dogs Matter would love to hear from you. Every year, All Dogs Matter rescue and rehome around 400 dogs across London and the home counties. But without people like you, this simply wouldn't be possible. Through no fault of their own, these dogs urgently need new loving homes. All Dogs Matter are counting on you to give one of our dogs a second chance in life. Visit alldogsmatter.co.uk Time flies and before you know it, it'll be August next year and you'll have missed the PPI claim deadline. So don't wait. Contact the Claims Guys. Text SEARCH to 6677 now. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. Bringing home the bacon with all the sports, the biggest news and a fair amount of egg on faces. You like it saucy? There'll be something for you. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Weekdays from 6am on Love Sport. People are telling me buses are the thing in London. Buses. Tremendous. <laughs> they say it's okay to learn from mistakes. So keep listening. We're sure there'll be plenty whilst we warm up. Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Uh, London's Love Sport Radio this Thursday evening. We're talking all things Eagles. We're asking you about Frank the Boy. Is he the worst manager in Premier League history? I can think of Les Reed. From a Les Reed, Charlton. Charlton, yeah. I, I always think managers who wear earpieces are, are doomed. Ugh. You know, uh, the earpieces. Do you remember that they used to have yeah. those massive earpieces, like... You know, from like the early 2000s. What about the phone on the wall? Is that allowed? The phone on the wall? The phone on the that wall. That used to be yeah. Newcastle United. They used to have it the phone in the stand on the wall. Yeah. You yeah, they, they used to have somebody watching up from above and... Uh, we used to be the manager next to, him, next yeah, to the chairman. Yeah. yeah. You know, the chairman going, play him. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, Les Reed was one who you just felt really sorry for him. But, on the flip side, he's producing players that are incredible at Southampton right now. Yeah. Yeah, can't can't deny that. I, th- I think Southampton have always been a, a you know, a, a sort of poster for the, you, you know, what you can do with youth. And, and once upon a time we were as well. And I think we're hopefully getting that back with players like Wan Bissaka. But um, yeah, I, you know, as much as they, they they produce decent players, I really hope they go down. Lucy yeah. is. 
tweeted us uh, about the Frank the Ball question just saying yes next question so we'll think of another question to ask you very shortly <laughs> thanks to Rob Trog who has uh, got involved and in saying surely Felix Magat must be right oh. up there with oh. him rubbing cheese on people wasn't he Felix well, Magat Brader Hangland yeah oh. I mean, he, yeah he was at Fulham wasn't he yeah, yeah. rubbing it cheese on his was knee a terrible terrible time for Fulham um, you've got to look at Hughes at, uh, Hughes at QPR, Harry Redknapp at QPR. But they're, they're, they're not the greatest, are they? Yeah. They're not the, the worst managers in history. I mean, what else can you think? Uh, Les Reed. Um, Steve Coppola at City, Man City. Yeah, but overall, days. overall, let's be fair. His, his work at Reading completely people people forgot about that yeah people forgot about city dowie at, dowie at charlton was da- i know he was the part of the headset club <laughs> that was um that was when he went for that big move up north which is why he left us and well, he actually went sort of three miles three miles sort of north northeast yeah <laughs> i think i think mcgat's one of them no, i think that's a good show one of them felix mcgat I'm, I'm just i'm really trying to delve through my mind i uh, do, do you know chris, chris hutchings Chris that Hutchings. Rings a bell. Chris Hutchings was always Paul Jewell's number two, and he was this guy with slicked back hair. And you used to see Paul Jewell with the leather donkey jacket, and you know, amongst other things, he, he looked like a he looked like just you know a guy who was off for a night at the snooker hall or something like that. But Chris Hutchings took every job that Paul Jewell left, and and he failed miserably. Well, good for him. No, I've got it. Go on, the crier, Terry Connor. Oh, oh I just felt really bad for him because he he just looked like he was in a cry. Harsh. You know when he got, when they got relegated, they're like Ter- Terry. What do you think? Well, you know we play well. <laughs> for 40, we played for forty five minutes. Heart and played sleeve. well for forty five minutes of the season, and uh, <laughs> now we're down. Mick, where are you? Literally, I felt so bad for TC. The, the one thing about that is that I don't think even he thought he should have the job. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I, I don't know what Steve Morgan was doing. <laughs> Mick McCarthy, like, Mick, you're out of here. What? <laughs> You what? We're giving it to Terry. You're giving it Terry. <laughs> like, you know, Mick McCarthy was was uh, a bit short. He was quite poor. At Love Sport Radio, let's hear your your worst ever Premier League managers after that comment from uh, Jose Mourinho. We're going to be following the Arsenal game this evening. It's an 8.05 kickoff at the Emirates for Arsenal. And AC Milan, Arsenal 2-0 up in the Europa League as it stands. Uh, where do we go next? Do you want to look at... Someone mentioned James Tompkins not being called up for England. Yeah, he's, he's was quality, that? mate. I did. Yeah. Why? Own it, Nick. Own because it. He's, Come on. He's, he's unsung. It's just he's not playing for a fashionable club. We say it all the time, but... Danny Welbeck doesn't play for an, a fashionable club. We would... Oh. Oh, we're talking about James Tompkins. He, um... He, um... He's just been there all season. I, I suppose without, um, apart from when he was injured. Yeah, but uh, and even then, he's he's stepped up the plate. He used to get injured quite a lot, but I don't know what West Ham did getting rid of him because, from what I've seen and all the teams I've seen play at Palace, Tompkins looked better than Pogba the other day. Into, <laughs> the, the best thing about James Tom, James Tompkins is uh, has anyone ever seen uh, Mike Bassett in the manager? I've not got round to that one. No, just yet. No. no. Are you, are you for it, or is that? Is no, that I actually one? haven't seen yeah, him. He does look like the missing member for, of uh, Supergrass. No, I was going to say they, they had a player in there called Tonka, so that could be James Tonkins' oh, his, yeah. his little nickname. He's, um, having, he's having a great season, but I mean the England squad. in the grand scheme of things, where Palace aren't having the greatest of seasons. What kind of levels are we talking? Is we are talking diving across the line against uh, Chelsea the other day and stopping the ball going in with his. Um, 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Sort of ham. Ha- I'm surprised he injured himself actually because it slapped yeah. him square on the hamstring. Yeah, and a little bit higher. He was there. hamstrung. Bang. No. I, uh. And then there was the amazing clearance in the second half. I don't know how he managed to get the ball away from the goal. It was definitely going in, but it kind of went to go through his legs, but came away again at a different angle. I mean, who's who's gone in over him at, at the back in England? Play, can, can I say, played for Great Britain at the Olympics. I mean... Did he? Yes, he did. James Tompkins played two games uh, at the Olympics in, in 2012. Um, in terms of the squad right now... I will just pull it up. Do we have, do we have the squad, Jamie? The the England squad somewhere? Do we have the England squad? Tarkovsky in there. Tarkovsky. I mean, Nick Pope's been selected, which I think is is quite a. a it's a left field one, but it's it's a decent is he decision. The, is he the guy that came in for the England goalie that got injured? Tom Heaton. Tom Heaton. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's yeah. been brilliant. You know, for Burnley. Because a lot of Palace fans were saying, "Oh, well, if if Heaton comes back, we'd quite like somebody like Pope." Well, he's a good keeper. In. I mean, you yeah. got you got Guatia, isn't it? Guaita. Uh, yeah, he's coming in. Um, well, 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 we Are don't you know. Sure? We, we don't know. Well, we don't know anymore. You said do to we? me last week that he's on his way. Well, we, I'm not was, buying my shirt yet. That's what. because what we've. That's what we've been told. But uh, I think that it maybe depends on what league we're in. Right. Let's look at the the England squad. Uh, actually, no. Let's look at it after this. It's Lost Ball Radio. I've never cheated in my life. I swear. Just ask my asthmatic cycling friends. They know. Believe me. Love sports. A spokesman said dot com. The website fighting for you and saving you money. If you're a fan of Brentford, check out Love Sport tonight from nine. I don't think there was many Brentford fans that went to bed last night. I think most people wanted to stay up and just read what was going on in social media. It was hilarious. The evening started and ended just as we could have hoped, you know. There was potential for a few banana skins there. The Brentford Fans Show with 7OTB.com on Love Sport. Love Sport Radio on your Thursday evening. So running through the England squad... Um, in goal, Joe Hart is back. Shocking decision, that is. As shocking as Hennessy going, going for the Wells. He's the best they've got. Well, better than Danny Ward. Who knows? Joe Hart, isn't he? He's, he's played once since Christmas. And 75 he... caps. He'd been considered a, an experienced head in the squad now. Oh, yeah, yeah, but look at the... Uh, I think he's got one of the... I think, is it him and, him and Petr Cech competing for the worst save ratio in the Premier League? Petr Cech just got 200 clean sheets yeah you're talking like in like 25 years of history I'm talking you know and, and let's face it Petr Cech's not getting the England squad but it, Joe Hart's having a mare Butland uh, who who goes who who you know for All the World Cup uh, <laughs> Hart, Butland Pickford or Nick Pope who's actually younger than me 
how old are you? 26. Oh, fair play. Yeah, All right. Uh, who goes? I wouldn't take Joe Hart. No. Uh, probably Butland, uh, Pope or Heaton. Pickford. And probably Pickford, third choice. Now, you wanted to talk about James Tompkins and the bat line. I'm going to tell you about... Well, all right. <laughs> James Tarkovsky has been selected. Mm. Alfie Mawson has been selected. And I'm, I, I love Alf, so I'm going to agree with that. Joe Gomez from yeah. Liverpool. Yeah. Harry yeah. Maguire. Lump. He is a bit, John isn't he? John Stones. I, think, I thought he peaked. Who? John, John Stones. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just don't want to see Cahill or Smalling in the back line. I really just don't want to see them there. That's fair enough. Mm. I, I mean, I'm I'm surprised that I mean, did Chris Smalling get injured in the night because he was he was playing and he's not in the squad? So is he? No, he's just quite poor. I just but I just find it odd that nor, you know normally as 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 Palace fans we can say this quite confidently. It's about who you play for, so you'd assume people like. Cahill, Smalling, get in the squad because they're. But playing. you look, you look. There's, there's, you know, there's a player from Stoke, two from Burnley, one from Everton, one from Swansea City, West Brom. Jake Livermore's got in the squad. Bold. That's all I'm L- Lewis Cook from from Bournemouth. He's he's been hotly touted. I think Danny Welbeck is the one everyone's looking at. Going, um, yeah. yeah. What? There, there were a few people saying Glenn Murray should have been picked, which made me laugh. I mean, he, he's he's got how many goals this season? More than Palace altogether, I think. No, he's got about, what was it, nine? Nine or ten? Yeah. I'll tell you exactly how many goals, because I, I found this chart which has compiled all of the uh, the potential England strikers that, that you know, could have gone and played in these friendlies. They're, they're friendlies, let's remember that, you know. No such thing. They are friendlies, but uh, Premier League goals 2017-18. Let's start with Danny Welbeck, who's on three. Whew. Jay Rodriguez, four. Andre Gray, four. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, four. Tammy Abraham, four. Dwight Gale, five. Troy mm. Deeney, five. Charlie Austin, six. Callum Wilson, seven. Glenn Murray, 11. 11. How much yeah. tax has he paid, though? Let's be honest. <laughs> Forget how many goals he's got. <laughs> There's always one, isn't there? There's always one. Ask them to bring up the tax. I mean, Callum Wilson, he was touted for it on, on at the weekend after yeah. grabbing a goal. I think it's, it's a bit premature, that. It's going to be interesting to see how Gareth Southgate looks to shape that squad that the, the moment Harry Kane's out you know there's there's a very panic there's a very it's like a horse race there's a huge pack in the middle that you just throw the balls up in the air and see who comes down this time it's Danny Welbeck so yeah it's just it, luck, I Danny. just think it's panic I think it's sheer panic everyone all we're going to see for the next few months is will he won't he is he going is he not and then there's going to be a picture you know Kane dancing and the next day he's wearing a boot you know <laughs> protective boot Kane, <laughs> Kane injures himself again I, it's going to it's going to be a bit boring I want to talk mm. all things Palace. Let's do that. 0208 70 258. You can have your say this evening at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Give us a bell. Let's talk Eagles. Is Frank De Boer really the worst manager in Premier League history? I mean, no goals. That's, you know. All I'll say is when we, I was talking about this, I, I, all I've written down was Frank four Dutch League titles, De Boer versus Chausey, about 30 various trophies, Mourinho. You know, it's. It's the pedigree is there. The pedigree is there, and if you're going to take a swipe at someone, I'd probably avoid Jose Mourinho because he's got a bigger voice. And yeah. I mean, I mean, would you would you say very quickly because we're running out of time? Would you say that he has had an impact on Conte's downfall because of the mind games he was playing? What Frank de Boer? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. I th- 
I mean, Chelsea's a whole a whole other barrel of laughs, isn't it? Really, I don't know. It's I just find the the Frank de Boer thing. It's very bizarre. I can't imagine he'd have been fired purely for the results. You know, it's not. He was trying to he was trying to change Palace into something they're not. He was Too trying to quickly. play three at the back. Yeah, exactly, you spot on it. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, players out of position as well. I mean, funnily enough, we'll probably come on to our performance against Huddersfield. You know, in the reverse fixture at the beginning of the season, it was it was an utter shambles. We will be, and we'll be entertaining your calls. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. The dishonest media is about to give you some news. So long as it's not fake news and you're making me in a positive light, that I can tell you. Love sport. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum. She's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. They call me the spokesman. And I've got one job and one job only. Saving you money. So, say your home insurance quote is too high. Not a problem. My guys will set up a load of great deals, and you just pick the one that suits you. Bosh! Job done. Everybody's happy, except maybe your old insurer. So next time you get a big bill, just compare, switch, and save. At spokesmansaid.com. You know it makes sense. All right, we're the Zinzers. Mick the Mole, an associate of ours, just got banged up for a long stretch. Luckily, he had the foresight to protect his gaff with our Zinza all-coat exterior paint. Goes on brickwork, wood, metal, plastic, you name it. And because it resists cracking, peeling and blistering, still looks gorgeous for up to 15 years. Which is about how long it'll take Mick to tunnel out. He's not a real mole, then. It ain't wind in the willows, Fabian. Zinza, what's your problem? Divorce. It affects every part of your life. You, your family, your home, your finances... And if you're a man facing divorce, perhaps even one you don't want, the situation becomes even more complicated. It's at times like these that you need a professional you can trust. Cordell and Cordell is dedicated to helping men in matters relating to divorce. Call now on 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk, office in central London. A partner men can count on. Near Windsor. Uh, Love Sport Radio. Thanks for that, Jamie. Thank you for that. Uh, 0208 70 talking all things Eagles this evening. We're going to be looking at Huddersfield. Is Wilfred Zaha a wanted man in Yorkshire? Is he the one who uh, is going to be targeted? Will there be a centre-half sniper on Zaha this coming weekend? We'll also be playing... Crystal Palace, guess who? I cannot wait for this. I'm so excited. We're talking Aaron Wan-Bissaka as well and his international call-up. And Alexander Soloth, should he really be playing international football with the injuries Palace have? You tell me. At Love Sport Radio on Twitter, let's hit you up with a news update. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio, this is Love Sport. News. 
from the Sky News Centre at 8. France, Germany and the United States have joined the UK in condemning the poisoning of a former spy in Salisbury as an assault on British sovereignty. Moscow is still denying involvement. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders says it's up to Russia to choose whether they are friend or foe. They're going to have to decide whether or not they want to be a good actor or a bad actor. I think you can see uh, from the actions that we've taken up until this point, we're going to be tough on Russia until they decide to change their behaviour. Earlier, the Prime Minister visited the scene of the nerve agent attack in Salisbury. Several people are feared to have died after a pedestrian bridge in the US collapsed onto a road, leaving many trapped in cars. It was only recently installed at the Florida International University. A man will spend at least 30 years behind bars for stabbing his former partner's daughter to death at the Aldi where she worked. 44-year-old Neville Hoard from Bradford pleaded guilty to murdering mum Jodie Wilshire in Skipton last December. The attack happened as terrified shoppers watched on. Detective Chief Inspector Mark Pearson spoke outside court. These terrible actions have devastated a family, leaving a mother without a daughter, a husband without a wife and a young girl without her mother. No sentence could ever compensate for their loss. HSBC has revealed the average hourly pay of its female workers in the UK is nearly 60% less than its male staff. It makes it one of the worst offenders in the banking industry when it comes to the gender pay gap. Snapchat's apologised after being criticised by Rihanna for an advert asking users if they'd rather slap her or punch Chris Brown. He was convicted of domestic assault against the pop star in 2009. In sport, Arsenal are in good shape to make the Europa League quarterfinals tonight. They're 2-0 up against Italian club AC Milan ahead of their last 16 second leg in North London. That's the latest. I'm Elizabeth Secker. The Crystal Palace Fan Show. The latest of the Eagles and all the gossip from Selhurst Park. Plus, you Glazers fans getting vocal on the socials. The Crystal Palace Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport London. A great station for a great city. City, 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 city. Two minutes past eight on your Thursday evening. It's Love Sport Radio, 558am, DAB online. And now on your Alexa smart speaker, we're talking all things Palace. Um, where do we start? We preview the weekend. Let's talk, carry on about international call-ups, because um, Nick, you were happy to you know, mention about Aaron Wan-Bissaka, who, who's under got, a 20s. Call, got a call-up, you know. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. Progress. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the way he's just got chucked in at the deep end and and done a better job than some of the players that have been there already. It's it's good to have a it, it's so good to have a young player come through and play with confidence and not have that fear that sometimes comes into a player's game after they've been playing a couple of years. They've, they've got a certain unpredictability. Un, unpredictability. I can't speak. Unpredictable. Put your teeth in. Yes, put my teeth in. Unpredictableness about him. 
And he's good going forward, and I, I, I can almost see him moving from right back to right midfield if he needs to slot in. Very quickly, um, we've had a tweet in from Max Underwood who said, we've lost every game Zaha didn't play 90 minutes, irrespective of who was manager. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we haven't won a lot of games full stop, so it's kind of... He's the, the only player we've got that can pick up the ball and you think he's going to do something with it. It was great when we... punch? Well, there was a... There was a, there was a yeah. There was a, st- a couple of seasons ago, there was a similar stat, wasn't there? When Punchy yeah. didn't play, we didn't win. So I think you can, you know, these you can look at these stats. Is Townsend overrated? I don't know about he, overrated, but he... Inconsistent. He's inconsistent, and I'm sure... But again, he's not... You know, you can't point at him and single him out. It's... Uh, What's disappointing for, for me, for him, is at 26, I call it the Walcott Syndrome. Is he going to make it? What's he going to do? Where's he at? I don't feel we've ever seen the best of Andros Townsend. I think he was decent at Newcastle. Spurs, I mean, he played 50 games for Spurs. Barely scored any goals. At Palace, is he... Did he come in as a big fish in a smallish pond or and, and sort of level himself out? Did he lose a bit of timber? I think so. But you, you've got to remember the players peak at different ages. So maybe, maybe he has had his best days. Maybe he's just going to have a fallow season. And- Spironi at 35. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I mean, ironic, ironically, I think Andros, is, Andros Townsend's best performance has been in an England shirt. Yeah, and uh, he's come to us, and he's I th- him, certainly in his first season. He, I think, he had one outstanding game, sort of late September against Stoke, and he scored a scored a great goal. And then he, I don't think he did anything for like a good few months. Then scored another. He ran length of the pitch to near away yeah. at West Brom, and and tucked that away. And you sort of think, you look at that, and you think, why? All oh, right, not every week, but. What, why we? Why we? Weeks. Yeah. Why are we not seeing that a lot more? And I say I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna slate him. But you, you, you do. You sign these players. You get to a point in the Premier League, and we can afford to spend ninety hundred grand, whatever he's on a week, and pay twelve million to get him in. You think, oh great, we've bought a, we brought a player with, you know, England, England worthy pedigree. That could, you know, that could be a mean a multitude of things. And <laughs> and you hope that that's going to be the next. Has thing he lived up to expectations? Probably not. No. no. No, probably not. Has he lived up to expectations anywhere he's gone? Don't know, because I haven't really watched him anywhere else. I've only really taken that much notice of him. I know Newcastle fans liked him a lot. At QPR? Yeah, I think QPR, he probably, he probably had a... They, they I prob- mean, they, they were a poor side. Poor side. I mean, and, and Newcastle, I mean, the, the season before we signed him, when they went down, you know, he, 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 he sort of won yeah. the match for them against us. And you think... Oh, he's a good player, and then you know you sign him, and, and it, it, I say it's inconsistency. That's our problem. If we, you know, if all the players were more consistent, the, the, the talent's there. That's, that's I think that's the frustrating thing. A player like Andros Townsend has got yeah. the talent, and he, and to be fair to him, you know, it was a deflected, deflected goal, but he scored against United. He was very close to scoring uh, against Chelsea. Yep. Um, but you just you just need to see him see him drive up a bit more and funnily enough he probably shined a bit more when Benteke was out and we were playing him and Zaha up front which was a bit sort of left field but it worked it, it, it seemed to work yeah still no goal for Alexander Sorloth however he's been called up to the Norway uh, side he's got one goal in 12 caps for there when Palace signed him it, he was deemed as one of Roy's Scandinavian finds in the same way that Breda Hangelam was and they signed a midfielder called Leon Andreasen as well for him. Are you expecting good things of him? One. Two, should he even be going to play international football considering the injuries that Palace have? Number one, I think if if it was Dougie Friedman who, who, who was behind it and getting him in, 
I was quite happy with that because he was he he was sort of responsible for getting um, Balassi. Yeah, he's he, he's got an eye for a player, but he's also been responsible for some yeah. slightly bad ones. But I don't know. It's I, I, I'm listening. You you sign a player like that who, not that I'm a you know a, a European expert, but you, you sign a player that you you don't know much about, and you certainly don't know the name. And he's come from a you know the, the Norwegian league, and no, you don't expect him to come in and score a hat trick on his first game and set the world on fire because if he was that sort of player he he wouldn't be coming to a club like ours but I've I've seen promise in what he does you know if if, if Christian Benteke were to go in the summer and uh, and Sorloth was our first choice next season I'd be disappointed How worried or disappointed uh, I'd be disappointed but you know, we, hopefully Wickham will be fit by then, and that'll be like signing a new player. We could go down and come up again by the time Wickham's fit. <laughs> uh, um, but I mean, no, he, he, you know he, he should he should have had a he should have had a go against Chelsea. It was you know incorrectly chalked off. He, he hit the bar. He should have done better there, or left it to Wilf Um the, the first sort of couple of games he he played for us, he, he got stuck out wide, and he I mean it's not his fault, but he's he's useless out there. I don't I, I don't rate him out there, but. He's a bit like Benteke. Get him up front and, and integrate him and get the service to him and hopefully it'll come off. Love Sport Radio. You can tweet us at Love Sport Radio. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. 0208 70 20 558. I want to know, is Connor Wickham going to be the same player 17 months on? Give us a call. Give us a tweet. Hamilton, seriously good West End show. Apparently, Lewis dresses up as a princess in it. Beautiful. So beautiful. Love sports. A spokesman said.com. The website fighting for you and saving you money. West Ham, West Ham. Charlton, Charlton, Spurs, QPR, Arsenal, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Brentford, Chelsea, Millwall, Watford, non-league, AFC Millwall, non-league. Whichever is your team, we've got it covered. The Fans Show, back tomorrow night from 7 with 7OTB.com on Love Sport. Back on Love Sport Radio, 10 past 8, Thursday evening. Let's talk Connor Wickham. He could be like a new signing for Palace, but, I mean, 17 months out is a long, long time. He's come back. He's been working with the under-23s. I believe uh, he played in an under-23s game against Cardiff this week. I mean, there's no chance of him coming back for the end of this season, is there? Mm. Very, very slight. Maybe. I mean, if he's if he's playing parts of games already, um, Pep Suarez, we twenty thought, minutes. Yeah, but Pep Suarez, we thought would never ever come back, and he's he's sort of on the bench and and making. I'm not talking never ever. I'm saying you know maybe not this season. If we're safe with a couple of games to go, <laughs> <laughs> you know he might come on for a little run out, but they're not going to throw him in and at the deep end in in major crunch six pointers. All I say is I googled Connor Wickham just to see what the latest was. And there's an, an article from the club on the 28th of October 2017 saying Connor Wickham a couple of months away. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that obviously wasn't true. A long couple of months, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Five months yeah. on down line. He, he would have a good impact, wouldn't he? He, he was unfortunate because he, he kept getting injured, niggly injuries, and then he'd come back and he'd start hitting a vein of form. I re- remember a couple of goals he scored away at a defeat to West, uh, West Brom. But he was magnificent in almost getting a comeback from 3-0 down. And then he just gets injured again, and it, it's just a shame for him that he's one of those players that it happens. 
Yeah, completely agree. I don't think he's 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 never looked. He's never let himself down. He might not set the world on fire. He scored, a, you know, some vital goals. The the uh, cup semi final against Watford, a great header. And it's I think it's just one of those things. He's it's you know it's before it it predates his Palace career. You know, he's he's always been a bit injury prone and. Like you say, seventeen months is is, is massive, I, and I, I, I'm not looking at Conor Wick, Wickham as an option for this season. I think it's you know it's it's, unf- it's unfair on him. You know, let him have a good summer, get back up to fitness, and you know, hopefully, becomes an asset come August. Looking ahead to the fixture on Saturday, it's a three o'clock kickoff at the John Smith Stadium. Is Wilfred Zaha going to be a marked man? Of course, if they can get near him, yeah. Yeah, um, I thought he was um, only at 65%, 70% when he came on against Chelsea, and he still scared the living daylights out of three or four Chelsea defenders on him at all times, and it opened up the play for the rest of us. If they're just going to scythe him down like they did in that first game and have him out for for four months, uh, hopefully Roy is aware of the Huddersfield way of playing and he, he needs protection from the refs doesn't he Com- that's Mike it. Dean that's I was going to say yeah <laughs> yeah you, you can't it gets to a point with the position we're in the, the point of the season that we're in you can't afford especially when he's by head and shoulders you know your best star player talisman whatever superlative you want to throw at him you can't afford to have him on the bench because you're a bit concerned I, and I get it I completely understand we should be cautious but like you say Aaron if the ref does his job properly, that shouldn't be a problem. And we need the points, so yeah. he has to. He has to play. He has to play. How? I mean, he's he's an influential player. Again, do you worry that him not playing towards the end of the season? Maybe you know injuries are going to sort of curtail him a bit. The potential of relegation. Could this be the last time we see Zaha in a Palace? I mean, I'd imagine if if you do go down and I don't want to say it because I I don't like to you know tempt fate and hmm. whatnot. you just did sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry I love you guys but I'm, I'm really sorry are we looking at potentially you know Palace trying to make their way back to the Premier League without Wilfred Zaha next year I don't know whether he'd stay for one season in an attempt to bounce back because I think he realised how much he's he's loved at the club after he had his um, time away at man time away that's best way to describe it at Manchester United and he, I think he likes being a bigger fish in a smaller pond and actually feels more of a part of it and feels part of that Palace community having come through I would I would be absolutely stunned if we went down and he, he stuck around and I don't think anyone certainly no one would begrudge him if he went I think the 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 tricky thing for him is if if even if we stay up his his next move if he's going to leave Palace I think he's got to be very very smart about where he goes I know we you know you, you talk about his time away not being a a success but I just think he was a diff- he was a different player then he was what five years younger than he is now he's you know he's, he's he's settled into the Premier League he probably knows a bit more about it he's a bit more sort of savvy with that sort of thing but I'd I'd hate to see him just go to Chelsea or something, and maybe not get a look in. You want, you know, you want to see him go to a, a Spurs or dare I say, a, you know, a, the next generation of whatever Arsenal are going to become. Maybe post Wenger, Huddersfield Town. What kind of a challenge do they possess for Palace? You know, they're they're four points above the Eagles, hovering around like everyone else's um, at the moment. What, what are we looking at on Saturday? Team spirit. 
they do fight for each other and they do work very, very hard. Is it Muani who plays Mooney? Mooney, that's Steve it. Mooney. Yeah, Steve Mooney. Mooney. He's, he was excellent when we played him in the first. No game. relation to Tommy. No, Tommy <laughs> Mooney. No, he's what? He's got eight eight goals this season and two of them against us. So. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't bode well, but you know, you, you look at their recent form. What was it, nil nil at home at Swansea? You know, lost to Spurs two nil at Wembley. There's no shame in that. Beat West Brom away, and then I think there, I mean it's four games ago. But the worrying one is that you know they smashed Bournemouth four one at home, which you know Bournemouth are doing a significantly bit better than us. So not of late. Well, not of late, but they're lately. But I think. I think whether it's Zaha, I think it's, it's going to be it's it's going to be a, a, a bloody battle, whatever happens. And you know, like I say, we we have to go in there, and I think we probably have to be a bit savvy and maybe pack the midfield a bit because uh, you know, first game of the season, right? They're a, more of an unknown quantity then, but they they turned up at our place and they pressed and pressed and pressed. Yeah, Steve, Steve Mooney hat trick on the first day of the season. I mean, everyone thought he was going to be a bit of a. Uh, a world beater. I think you'll find one of them was chalked off as a, a ward own goal. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Joel. He was, um, but yeah, they, they, they turned yeah, up. Said, can I just say you can imagine like a, a Premier League van just rocking up, going into Steve Mooney's garden looking for that football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking for that sign Where is football. it? Where is it? <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they turned up and they. I mean, it, it didn't help that we were playing a new shape with players out of position, but they they absolutely smothered us and and the game was over after about what twenty five minutes, I think. They, they they had to bounce from going up as as. Champions. Well, that's it uh, again. Playoff winners. Playoff, Playoff winners. winners. As a as a as a promoted team, you have that you have that that momentum and that drive and that we just you know we're just happy to be here as long as we give hundred percent every game, then and, we'll be and, all right. And the squad that came up and that that's what Palace have been missing over the last three or four years. Bit of energy. Well, and the core of the team that brought us up, the core of the team that went through the difficulty of the promotion, and and gradually as the players go off, it's it's kind of difficult to find another identity rather than adding players in gradually to get them on because we've had 97 managers since we got promoted is it or 98 now Something i can't like remember but you're right you come up you come up with team spirit and the hardest thing to do is maintain that you know you look at again harking back to stoke they've been in the premier league what 12 13 years and they were always them and swansea T- team were- spirit doesn't just win your points though let's be fair chaps it doesn't but it definitely helps uh, you know you'd, you'd rather you'd rather watch a team that are together and losing together and you know giving their all rather than watch 11 I'm not going to use the word mercenaries but you know 11 individuals just taking the money and maybe you know strolling their way through a game um, and that's I think that's the, that's the problem we're having now that's why players like Milivojevic were an instant hit at Palace because you could see they were putting the shift in yeah, exactly, and I think that's uh, uh, that's a player who's going to be massive for us on Saturday. It's it's that it's that energy and that that sort of fighting spirit that's hopefully going to keep us avoiding a defeat. Yeah, we miss Jedi there still. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, you can't beat him. I just the beard. It's the beard yeah. for me. Um, oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. Come on and talk all things the Eagles at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I don't approve of political jokes because I've seen far too many of them get elected. <laughs> Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't spit at you if you criticise us. Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. And then, do you know, you know how your other half is always nagging you about how much you love football? Well, she certainly won't be nagging you anymore when your love for football wins you £1 million. Seven of the best is the online game with big prizes. 
Just pick six teams to win and one to draw, and you could win £1 million. It's free to play, so what are you waiting for? Play seven of the best today. Check out 7otb.com. That's the number 7otb.com. Customer information may be used for targeted advertising. Don't take no from no one. Wise words from a wise man. Namely me, the spokesman. So if your car insurance quote is too high, tell them to sling their rook and let my guy sort it. We've got the deals from the players, but they won't get out of line. Because it's easy to compare, switch and save at a spokesmansaid.com. You know it makes sense. You could make the main dealer's day by paying over the odds. Or you could go to Big Motoring World and save a fortune on up to 2,000 pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes, Audis and VWs in stock. Then with the money you saved, put a smile on your face with a cheeky weekend away for two. Give yourself a break at Big Motoring World. Just minutes from the M25. See bigmotoringworld.co.uk. It's the burning question. Did you or didn't you? Well, there's one way to find out if you did have PPI, and that's to get the claims guys to do a thorough check. If the claims guys do discover you were sold PPI, they'll contact your bank and do all the hard work for you, with nothing to pay up front. So, let's find out if you did or you didn't. Just text SEARCH to 6677. That's SEARCH to 6677. The Claims Guys. West Ham, delightful. Really, really good. Great sandwich. What did the beast from the east leave behind? Love Sport. 558 AM. We're just warming up. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Love Sport Radio, we are previewing Huddersfield Town versus Crystal Palace on a weekend of six pointers. Um gents, Bournemouth versus West Brom, is this going to be the weekend where we say 100% West Brom are done and Bournemouth are, are safe because let's be fair we could see the split in the table start to emerge finally there are what 10 10 or so teams who are still actively involved a win drops you in uh, sorry a, a defeat drops you in a win takes you out are we going to see the split start this weekend not this season, I don't think, because so many teams are beating other teams. I mean, there's still 24 points to play for, eight games. Is that, that, that what's left? Um, and there, there's been some crazy results. Um, we've had our big win against one of the um, big teams. Hopefully we'll have a second sort of fluke result when we play Liverpool. But anybody's capable of beating anybody, apart from West Brom, we don't, West Brom, we don't seem capable of beating anybody at all. I think, yeah, I, th- I think the, the, within, over the next couple of weeks, you're probably going to see that 10 teams get yeah get reduced down to eight teams and six teams, and it's going to come right down to the wire. And, you know, I certainly expect us to still be in the mix for relegation probably in three or four weeks. But hopefully when our run gets a bit easier, hopefully we will be one of those teams that pulls away and decreases that number and puts the onus on Stoke or Southampton or Swansea or hopefully West Ham. That'd be nice. Teams there that aren't playing on at the weekend, they're having a bit of a break. You look at West Ham, Southampton um, under their new manager as well. Stoke take on Everton on Saturday. This is a real opportunity for them to maybe leave the relegation place. It's an opportunity for Palace as well. They could drop, uh, um, you know, West Ham in there. 
That'd be nice. Difference. Yeah, yeah, they could drop Southampton into there. It's so so tight at the bottom. How is it going to go for you? Swansea, of course, aren't playing as well. What are your thoughts? First and foremost, with Bournemouth versus West Brom, could Bournemouth are Bournemouth going to sink Pardew? I, I mean, I certainly want them to, and you'd, you know, if it was on a on a on a coupon, you'd put Bournemouth down to yeah. win that one. I think. Um, I can't. It's not the most unpardy thing to sort of nick a result here and there and have a little dance on the sidelines, but for, you know, for us, it's yeah, we, we need we need Bournemouth to, regardless of what we do. You need you need those the, the bottom place to get confirmed as soon as possible. Mm, um, I'd, I'd almost like West Brom because they're so far behind. I'd like them to take the points off Bournemouth and actually put the willies up Bournemouth and think, hang on, we're not out of this yet. Do you think it will happen though? You can only hope. No, I think I think we have to. You, you only need three teams to be worse than you, and I'm, I'll put all my eggs in West Brom being one of those. Hopefully, Stoke versus Everton. Everton ten points off relegation now. Is that enough? Now, it would be a monumental uh, capitulation to go down at this point. Being I mean, you know what? You know what sounds like. You know what big sounds like. They're, they're all too well. They're not going anywhere, are they? No, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. I, th- I think that'd have been all right under the Coman, to be honest. But. Um, the, the the Everton fans aren't happy because they obviously spent a lot of money and you know were promised to breaking into the top eight or top six whatever it is these days. Um, but you'd like you know Allardyce, his record speaks for itself, and I've always liked him. So you know, keep him up and and sink sink everybody else. Huddersfield and Crystal Palace. How is this going to play out? Are we looking at a, a score draw or can the Eagles nick the points off the Terriers? Oh yeah. I th- I certainly don't think we'll get turned over three 0 like the last time we played them no. in the league. I mean, we beat them in the cup very early on in the in the season. Uh, I think we'll certainly go there. I think you'll. I think probably the first half will probably be the quite an, a non-event. Um, I think they like to, they like to come out and put the pressure on fairly early on Huddersfield. You know, they're a very uh, very pressing side. We'll probably just sit deep for probably the first twenty minutes and see what we can get. Hopefully, go into the half time all things being equal and then you'll probably see the game open up a bit more I'd I'd probably say that Huddersfield would probably take the draw on the, on the yeah, speak on I the other half I we yeah like James Tompkins says we need a win um, however if you come away from there with a point I'd 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 I'm not saying I'd settle for it now but I, w- I wouldn't shake my head and be disappointed with a point Nick it's a game we've I think we've got a win like Albert said a point wouldn't be too bad I think a loss, although it wouldn't put us in complete serious trouble, it it would set a bit of panic around, and we know how fickle Palace fans are. Especially if Stoke get a result, you know it's. I think, yeah, we have we have to go there and not lose. I think that's that's the that's the bottom line. Tight times down at the bottom. Very quickly, too tight. Um, Southampton, Mark Hughes, plenty of time to work on them. Uh, I've seen an article today asking, are Southampton doing a Sunderland? Are they sacking a manager each season <laughs> and and basically playing to stay up every year? What, rather than having a long-term vision yeah. to take mm-hmm. them forward and just, yeah, just exactly hope, that. hoping to hold on to the cash. A bit like Coventry took 27 years to oh, go down, didn't they? Do you remember don't, that? Don't talk about them. I still miss it. Highfield, Highfield Road. What a ground. Uh, what a ground. What a brilliant away. football ground. Ruined by a new stadium. That they don't even a own. soulless bowl. Yeah, well, there's, well, can't can't add anything to that, can you? I think no. <laughs> I think the uh, I think 
Southampton have always again they've been a template haven't they they've always they always Pochettino they always seem to have whether it's a player or a or a manager they always seem to have somebody lined up who can come in slot in and carry on like nothing ever happened I mean when they sacked Adkins it looked like a nightmare of a decision everyone was wondering what happened I was at one of Pochettino's first games at Old Trafford where Southampton battered United it was in so Alex Ferguson's last season United beat them 1-0 but they gave them a good, good going over, and you just wondered, could this man be the one who keeps them up? And they added to the squad gradually, and you know they, they brought through some good players. Is Mark Hughes going to make the difference? Is he going to be the one who's going to have that Pochettino-like effect at Saints and sort of push them on? He's had such weird times as a manager. At Fulham, he did so, so well, and then decided, right, I'm, I'm off. He said, didn't he say that, that he was too big for Fulham? And then, <laughs> fast forward a few weeks, he's rocked up at QPR. You know, it's yeah, money talks. I mo- say it every money day. Talks. Yeah, th- I think if you're if you know, it's the, it's the big split in the Premier League, isn't it? You know, Southampton, whoever they have in charge, they're not going to break into the top eight, top six anytime. No, soon. why not? I just don't think it goes that way now. You know, there's there's there's. City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham. Wasn't Koeman a man who thought we thought last season could break the break break in? No, last season, a couple of seasons ago, we thought he could break in. He went to Everton. He saw the paycheck. He saw the transfer funds he left. They got into a cup final last season. Don't get me wrong, the football wasn't great, but you thought maybe, just maybe, under Corpuel, something could happen. But I think that's. I mean, that's the, that's the flip side of it. Any any time a team that. It's punching above their weight, certainly the bottom 10, bottom 12 teams. Anytime you've got a team that's, you know, going beyond their means and looking really good, someone comes along and poaches your manager. You know, look at um, um, Marco Silva, you know, he sort of, all right, Hull went down, but everyone sort of seemed to agree that he did a respectable job. He goes to Watford, which obviously meant to be a bit more stable. He's, he's doing really well there, and someone comes knocking and upsets the apple cart. You know, it's, 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 the, it's the sort of the trappings of the Premier League isn't it you, you also get managers that seem to fit well at one club but don't do very well anywhere else Moyes at Everton being a case in point um, Kirbishley at Charlton look, look what happened when, when the Charlton fans actually said Kirbishley's taken as far as we can Pulis at Stoke yeah yeah to a degree because I think they hovered Stoke under Mark Hughes. I think they they flattered to deceive. I mean, he, he changed their style of play. Don't get me wrong; they 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 did look a better team when they had an on out of it and um, the little Swiss bloke whose name um, Shakiri Shakiri Shakiri. Yeah, he'll be he'll be good on the um, football scrabble for his case. He will be. <laughs> he will be. O two O eight seventy twenty five five eight. Very quickly, chats before we break. Us us Southampton in trouble? Could they be? ones that you think yes I actually think I, th- I think they'll scrape it I'm, I'm hoping it's not it's not at our expense but I think eight games they've got a decent enough squad they've got a manager that could probably just creep them over the line even if it's by a point or goal difference I think they'll be alright Nick very quickly I hope not because I hate Mark Hughes from when Man United knocked us out of the cup and I just wish Elon all the teams he manages because he, he ruined their life you, you go back to that cup final imagine if imagine if we had beaten Man United None of the Fergie years, because he'd have been chucked out. Change the, change the face of football, that. The whole of Manchester is sitting there going, thank God for Mark yeah. Robbins. <laughs> I love Sport Radio on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. I think it's fair to say my life is about to get a little bit stormy. Just like a day on this radio station. 
There is now another way to enjoy Love Sport on your favourite smart speaker. Just say to your Amazon Alexa device, Alexa, enable Love Sport skill. Or just visit the Amazon Alexa app and enable us there. Once you've enabled us, use Open Love Sport to listen to the station that packs a punch. Love Sport, a great station for a great city. 24-7 through Alexa. We are talking all things Eagles this evening. Crystal Palace uh, on Love Sport Radio. We're also going to be looking at the stadium. Um, Right, Steve Parrish has come out this week in an interview with the Evening Standard. Bear in mind, we're a month away from the, the... result of the planning application for fortress sellers the main stand question how would you feel about having the stadium renamed i think we'd still call it sellers wouldn't we shall i I give you some shall shall i give you some stadium names potential the netella arena Mm. gac logistics park that sounds like an industrial estate yeah tdk field (laughs) You're rolling it back. That's pretty good. Yeah. Churchill, yeah. the Churchill Arena. Yeah. Red Rose. Oh, Arena. I was going to come yeah. up with Red Rose Supermarkets. Yeah. Andrew Copeland. <laughs> yeah, he was a good solicitor. <laughs> the Tulip Computers Bowl. That's a bit American, isn't it? Yeah. You never know. Not that there's you, anything you, wrong with that. You never yeah. know. I mean, what sort of it? It's a money-making opportunity for Steve Parrish. It's an opportunity to offset some of the cost of the new stand and the refurbishments to the ground, which are, let's be fair, long overdue. I love the place, but it needs a bit of work to Mm. get it up to scratch. Um, Where are we with with the stadium naming rights? Like Nick says, I think, no matter what what they call it, as long as there's nothing ridiculous... Such as? Oh, uh... Was it Hamilton Academicals who had the Tony Macaroni Stadium? <laughs> Tony Macaroni. That's a what, bit was, what was the, the, the St really? James's Park? It was the Sports Direct Arena at St James's Park. And that's clunky. It's too clunky. Yeah. You, you can understand if you've moved to a new ground, like Leicester have got the King's Power, I nearly called them the King's Mill. Um, you know, had they changed Fieldbutt Street to being called the King's Mill, I don't think people would have called it the King's Mill. Kingsfield. Kings, you're call, you're Kings Power. Kings Mill. I know I've got bread on my brain today. Um, it's hungry. I, yeah. Yeah, like you say, if let's, if we can recoup 20-25% of the cost of redeveloping the ground out of letting someone slap a few posters up and calling it whatever they want to call it, we will still call it Sellers Park. It will yeah. be Sellers but to Park. You, I was just about to say, to you and I and most of you know the footballing world, I'd say a lot of you know the British footballing world, It'll still be sellers. Exactly. Yeah. Does it really matter that much? I mean, you saw Newcastle United fans who were really, really angered that, you know, the thought of, of changing the name of St. James's w- was like an insult to them. I know for me, the thought of changing, you know, Old Trafford to something else, I, I'd, I'd probably... I'd, I'd lose... I mean, don't get me wrong, I've lost a lot of love for my football club for the way that the Glazers operate... But I think I'd lose a lot of love for them because it just shows how much of a sellout we are. Yeah. Is it different for clubs like Palace? Is it different for clubs I think like Manchester? I think it's different for us because, uh, you know, again, it's, it's the trap of the modern game. United can do a deal with, was it DHL, to have their logo on their shorts when they're training, not even during a game, and they get 80, 100 million out of it. There's no way we're going to do yeah. that. So we have to, you know, we have to make more concessions. And, and if you have to give away the name of your stadium, it is just a name. 
Is this how Palace become a bigger club? So Palace but move off, with the the pitch, off the pitch, off the pitch. I don't, I don't know if it helps us become a bigger club. I mean, like you say, the facilities need dragging into this century, and if that's what you've got to do well, to well, achieve that, then that's great. And you know, and if the, whatever it is the eight thousand extra people that can get in the in the in the ground, if that generates more turnover, and we of can course it will spend more on players. Then yeah, I suppose it is. It's the it's the very very lowest building. So you're, not, block. you're not really that bothered, though. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, there's, there's there's more things that would upset me. Let's put it that way. It's not um, it's not a huge drama. Uh, oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. We're talking all things Crystal Palace for another twenty five minutes or so on Love Sport Radio. It's at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Just very quickly with that uh, stadium. Name proposal. Let's have a look at some quotes from Steve Parrish. He's uh, hopeful fans would understand if the club's sold the naming right to the stadium to finance the project. I mean, it could cost up to £100 million to finance that. Uh, if it was the right number and something that helped us build it uh, better or faster, then it's something we would look at. Parrish told the Evening Standard, Selhurst Park is a nice name. Uh, probably, I... I, I I not personally mind as much because my goal is improving the club. My primary focus is to make the club better. Can't say fair on that. No. I mean, they're, they're, the problem is that they're, they're looking for all sorts of revenue streams for everything now. You, but so is everyone. Yeah, I know. And that, that's what's kind of spoiling football. You think about the amount of money coming in and we've got people who can't afford to go to football anymore who have to go to the likes of Bromley or whatever, or Dulwich. So, so where, where you where you see, where you see Palace spending a hundred million pounds on a new stand? Do they need to be doing more for the community? Uh, kind of. They need they need to be trying to get it. It's moving away from being everybody local there to being a bit of a tourist attraction. Is that because they're in London? But it's because we're in the Premier I'll, League. I'll give an but example. That's... I know a friend of mine who's from Holland. She comes from a, a, a good family, a half-decent family with, with cash behind her. She's a student. And she just said to me, uh, you know, the, the start of the season, I'm going to buy a season ticket. I go for it. She goes, I don't know, I'm just going to pick someone. She picked Palace. Yeah, I know, I know loads of people who bought season tickets for Fulham, who didn't support Fulham when they, when they were up, just so they could see all the other teams. I don't like that. That's ruining no. football. I knew a bloke, though, who used to follow a ref round. He liked a ref, and he'd go to watch every game that's with that ref. That's just stalkerish. That's just, just a bit odd, really. Um, Did he play for Chelsea? Because no. they went for a habit no. of following the ref around no. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, v- very quickly, my, my I, I have a cousin who, who I spoke to him. He lives out in, in Bracknell Forest, and he said to me, um, yeah, I've t- taken my boy to, to watch Reading. I was like, yeah, how did it go? Well, they, they got stuffed. He goes, but they get into the Premier League. I'll buy two seasons. He goes, yeah. why? Because you want to watch Premier League football. Is Premier League football the be all end all. I always ask this. I love championship football. I love the football league. I, I love the, the rawness of it. Yeah. But the Premier League is becoming something that is detaching itself from, from the basic layman, the basic fan, you know, the basic... Fo- football's a working man's game, isn't it? I know it was Mother's Day Sunday, but how many empty was seats it? were there? Oh. Yeah. oh, another year. Sorry, Mum. <laughs> how many empty seats did we see around the stadiums? Now, my, I've, my, my kids, uh, two kids and me, when we were in the championship... Um, it cost 300 quid for all three of us for a season. Bargain. 
and you got more games and you had a better view because there was loads of empty seats. We went up, they kept the price down quite low. This year, between the three of us, it's going to cost me another £110. So how much altogether? Uh, five, it's going to be about 900 quid for three of us. So Which you've got, you're bad. telling me you've gone from the championship playing £300 yep. for three people to yep. £900. For three people in the championship, um, they let under 10s free. They stopped doing that. Do they do kids for a quid or anything? Not anymore, but we used to, we used to, with the season ticket in the championship, we used to get vouchers to bring people along with you to try and get them involved. Unfortunately, and I, you know, trying to remain slightly impartial, you know, we, we don't have the capacity. Premier, uh, you can, you can do kids for a quid at championship football when you've got 24,000 seats. Premier League, if you, if you don't, if you don't, you know, if you don't try and make the most of it, because it's such a money, money driven league. You're just, you know, you hinder it, you know, you're like tying one hand behind your back and going into don't, a fight. Don't, don't they get enough from TV to, to kind of cover all that? Obscene ma- amounts of money from TV. But it's a, it's a wider the, football problem, isn't it? Every, everybody gets that, everybody gets to spend more money, and at the end of the day, when you're, we're still one of the smaller fish in that league, so we have to do everything we can to keep up to avoid going down, because that becomes a, a financial disaster and... Yada yada yada. Still something ridiculous like the seventeenth richest club in Europe. Well that, again that's that's you know that's a that's a Premier League that's a Premier League sort of issue. It's not a it's not a Crystal Palace issue. No. O two O eight seventy twenty five five eight. Could Palace be doing more for the wider community? Could they they be doing more for you? Uh, in regards to Sellers Park and the stadium, you can talk to us tonight at Love Sport Radio. Let me tell you, five live losers, real lightweight, believe me. Love sport. We're warming up next to a bonfire of staff the boss has already fired. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. From the case files of Miss Maureen 118212. The case of the missing vicar. Well, he wasn't missing. Someone just needed his number to invite him to the garden fete. I found it instantly. Just call me Maureen Directory Inquiries. <laughs> Oops, more tea, Vicar. Maureen! 118212. Calls to Maureen 118212 cost 449 per call plus 449 a minute with a minimum one minute charge plus your phone company's access charge. Big bills, I crush them, chew them up and spit them out because I am the spokesman. Paying too much for your energy, then have a word and I can find you a better deal because my crew shake down the energy suppliers to find the best prices around and all you have to do is click on the one that's right for you. Compare, switch and save at thespokesmansaid.com. You know it makes sense. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum, she's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. 
Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Londoners, I love the Avoid Oncoming Pedestrians dance. Spectacular. Really, really good. Believe me. Love sport. The warm-up. A bit like Brexit negotiations. All over the place. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTV.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Follow us at Love Sport Radio. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram as well. You want to have your say? Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five eight. Now, Albi has been hard at work in the shed this week, transforming the game of Guess Who. Because after our, our little, we had a little bit of fun last week, and it was actually brilliant. What's What's been so funny though is Albert's missus thinks he's been going out to work. But actually, he's been coming around the side, back into the shed. She with with a printer. With a printer. Look, it only took me about three or four days. Actually, look, three or four, looking I, at the size of those photos, I think you've got all the players outside a photo booth. And I, 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 I want to ask Steve Parrish. Steve, I think you should license this game and give this boy a season ticket for life. Because this, <laughs> the amount of work he's done, I've got to give you, is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, are you ready? Because I was, I was actually going to ask... Nick to read out some messages. You, um, uh, yeah, Patrick, uh, the whole Radio New York correspondent, as um, Patrick O'Connor has got in touch with us um, on his lunch break. He's a teacher out there. He says I'm talking nonsense um, about Tomkins for England. Oh, Give him another year. He says thanks for getting in touch, Patrick. This is actually brilliant. I mean, genuinely, I've, I've never seen anything. Like I mean, I can't play it because I'll. You know, I'll, you'll win. So I'll explain win. to us how we're going to play this. This is Guess Who. For anyone who doesn't know the game, we're playing Crystal Palace Guess Who tonight, but we're not playing it in our heads. We're playing it actually. That's like, what I struggled with last week. I was, I was, I was lacking a visual aid. So how do we do this? How do we do this? It's myself versus Nick. It's yourself versus Nick. You both got to pick one of these mystery players, obviously. So I'll let you go. <laughs> fir- let you go first. Okay. That's your player. Nick's got to guess who oh, that is with yes/no questions. And where do, do I leave it there? You leave it there. Is this your? Does this belong to your your, your little one? It, well, not not yet. <laughs> not no. anymore. No. <laughs> right. So, how, how do so we do this? So it's take it in turns. Yes, no questions. Football, but you know, football we, we need questions. some tense music for this. We need to organise this for next week. We need some tense music. I need some just thinking music. Got to whittle it. Obviously, obviously, the more you know about the player, you know, you, you, yeah. the wider players, you can ask leading questions. Yes, no. Okay. And if you guess, if you take a punt. And you get it wrong, you instantly, you know, you're automatically out. That's the rules of, to the, of the actual guess who. Which have I've you just... actually read them? You've read yeah, them yeah, thoroughly. Yeah. It's not adapted for Crystal Palace. It's not like Mornington Crescent where you get different variations of it. No, no, it's straight. <laughs> straight <laughs> up. Okay. Yes, no. Let's get this started because I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Who starts? Do we flip a coin? What do we do? Or does uh, it just... You start. I start. So I ask a question. You ask Nick. You got to guess. <laughs> right, Nick. Yeah. Is your player? A goalkeeper? No. Ooh, that takes some biggins oh. out. That little, that little. T- you put too many keepers in there. You know that. Far too it, many. Do keepers. you know how long it took me to work out? You have to have specific groupings of players. Really? Does we, your, does your player? Because this should split it right down the middle in half. Go on. Does your player's name contain a letter K? Ah. Oh. 
It's not. But a fo- that's not fair. That's not a football. You can't do that. No, it's, not, it's, it's, no. it's a football-related question. Okay. Um, <sighs> Sorry about him. Okay. Um, has your has your player ever scored a hat trick while being completely out of position? No. You Sorry, put, Dana Butterfield. You can put Danny Butterfield down. <laughs> <laughs> Is your player still playing? That's good. No. No, I don't think they are. Can I have a look? Okay. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Is your player um, a forward? Yes. <sighs> Sorry, reality. Sorry, <laughs> Fraser Digby. Danny Butterfield's already gone down. Diggers. <laughs> Butterfield's gone. Um, Cedric Bertolini has gone. Um, Akinbai. Was he a forward or wow, not? This is, well, this <laughs> is debatable. <laughs> this is it. Really debatable. And I've got Deli Alabola as well. I mean, does he count? Forsell was a f- striker, wasn't he? Yeah, of course Although he was. Although he looks more ginger than blonde here. Sorry, that's my printer. It must be your printer. <laughs> he ran out of magenta. <laughs> <laughs> and it's most certainly run, not... Run out of magenta that day. <laughs> it's certainly not Calvin Andrew. He had, Why to, he, had, he had to send his missus to, to, to Watford 24 hour Tesco. You, 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 I'm, yeah. I, you, I'm, I'm not lying. My, my wife did have to print a lot of this off he of said work. Cartridge <laughs> number 530. <laughs> cartridge number 530. Get the family pack. We'll use them. She's got a laser jet in her office. It can't, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry to whoever uh, Mrs. Curley works for. I yeah. d- do apologise for, for <laughs> utilising your repro graphics costs. Just sorry to Mrs. Curley. Yeah. Right. Go on, Aaron. Your 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 question. He's still working out with the forwards are. <laughs> I was going to ask, does he have hair? But <laughs> um, only on his bum. All right. This is a family friendly atmosphere. Right, let, let's 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 keep it down. How do you know? Please. Yeah. yeah that's a good point as well. Um. Can I ask the same question? What is him? Yeah. You can ask whatever you want. Is your player a forward? Apparently. Woo! Woo hoo hoo. He's not a forward. He was he was very forward. forward. (laughs) Definitely not a forward, definitely not a forward. (laughs) Winger? Definitely not a forward. No. Okay, we're getting somewhere. We're really getting somewhere here on uh, Crystal Palace. Guess who? You're in the chair, Nationality maybe. Is that a football-related question? Yeah. Did he play? For, you know, what nation did he? Would, would he have qualified for footballing? Mm. Go on, Nick. Is your player Australian? No. Craig Moore, Nick Cole, Kevin Muscat. Oh, I was going to ask about the <laughs> violence. So you have to group. You have to get groupings. So you can't just put one Australian in. You have to put groupings in. Is your player Italian? No. So, so you're getting it now. No. The whir of the air conditioning starts up here at Love Sport HQ. I can feel the tension. It's on, but I'm still sweating. It's just... Go on, Nick. I'll tell you what. Pause that thought. Have a think about the question. We'll be back after this. If you want to buy a copy of this, I'm sure we, we um, the bosses here would love to license it. At Love Sport Radio <laughs> on Twitter, tweet us at 0208 70 25 Got any questions that I can ask in Guess Who? Well, Crystal Palace Guess Who? Give us a call. Lego, the strongest brand in the UK. I think I'm going to have to build my wall with Lego now. Love sport. A spokesman said.com. The website fighting for you and saving you money. 
Forget mocha chocolates and visiting relatives in care homes. The weekends are for loving sport. Wake up with Love Sport Breakfast at the weekend with an MBE and Olympic medalist. Get your head round the most biased football show on UK radio and enjoy a barrister with all the banter. So much more fun than a trip to Ikea and our balls are meteor. Love Sport at the weekend. A great station for a great city. Hold up, ref. I think I've messed this game up, haven't I? Yeah, you need to know a lot more about Palace, really. Yeah, to be fair. Did I say... Okay, so let's... let's re- this is like VAR. I know. This is yeah. VAR. I know. The lines, this is the lines are wobbly. Yeah. Okay. What, what, where are we? It's all right. I've corrected it. It's your question, Nick. Right. Is it my question? Oh. Okay. Um, is, it, is he Italian? No. I don't like how we're going on, on... This This is a very Brexit-based game. No, it's not. He is no, uh, no, it's not. Uh, is, is your player Scandinavian? No. Ooh. He's not, is he? Oh, bum steer. Huh? Think of who he played for. Mm. Internationally. Ooh. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, sorry, he is. Well, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm backing this, I'm backing this. It's not Danny Butterfield, not Musket. Definitely not Kevin. Forward, no. Scandinavian... At international level. Okay. Hit me. We need some... Give, give us some of your yeah. trains of thought, because silence is not good on radio. It's... Uh, I know, I know. I'm down to three. Um, I'm going to go for it. Go for it. Because I've got a three-to-one oh, chance. Oh. Is it Valerie and Ishmael? Out of the game. No. And this is the question where I'm going to win it. Going in. Did your player play for Newcastle United? No. No. Oh. No. Is no. It, is it Mikael Forsell? No. No. Who is it? Chef. He G- played for Newcastle. Chef de Cucci. Chef de Cucci played for Newcastle. Yeah, I, uh, Stewart's Inquiry. <laughs> Stewart's Inquiry. Jamie, can Chef de Cucci play for Newcastle, didn't he? Come on, I have to win this. Well, he barely played for Palace, to The be first league <laughs> title... <laughs> Is this is this it? We we got a steward's inquiry going on in the gallery. What's going on? Jamie's about to go. How do we spell Chefki Kuchi? Jamie's gone. Yeah. James like <laughs> mate, mate, who's Chefki Kuchi? Yeah. Well, that works. That was in. Do you know what? Can we bring that back next week, please? Of course you can. That is. You can't change the players. Yeah. You can't have the same <laughs> players. <laughs> I'm going to make them all Chefki <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Curley, can, can we get a new set of players printed out? <laughs> I can't believe you measured that all up. That is absolutely. Brilliant. That card is 28 mil wide by about 52 mil tall. I can tell you that for free. What do you do for a day job? Freelance. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's quiet this time of year, isn't it? It's, qu- it's quiet this time of It's brilliant. He is. He's brilliant. Come on, Jamie. He played He played for him. Exactly. He doesn't know how to spell his name. That's what I've got from him. Um, chaps, uh, firstly, Nick, would you like to comment on your defeat, on the man of your defeat? Uh, beginner's luck, mate. Beginner's yeah. luck? Yeah. Shefki Kuchi played for Newcastle United in 2011. Played six games, scored no goals. Well, did, just, well, well you have to ask the question: Did he really play? <laughs> oh, there's a there's a video of his celebrations. Oh, the, there uh, you go. Four seconds long. The, the Brilliant stuff. As we approach the close of it, how's it going to go on Saturday? We, 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 I'm feeling optimistic for Palace. I really think something could happen. Huddersfield will go for it. They will attack. Let's be fair. Mm. They are going to attack. They like playing this gegenpress. 
I call it the Jurgen Press, you know, after after yeah. Klopp. Um and, and David Wagner is very much, you know, Jurgen Klopp part two. He's an entertaining interview, isn't he? He is. Oh, he really, really is. I just I wonder if Roy's I'm going to call him, you know, the football manager term, he's a wily old manager. He's a wily old goat. He's, yes. he's, I won't call him a goat. That's Well, yeah, maybe. Him and him and Vey. Um, it, it could be Royden all over again. I really, really hope Palace can grab something. The relegation battle is, is taking some shape. I think it's a bit tough that a few teams aren't playing. West Ham aren't playing. Southampton aren't playing. But this is an opportunity for Palace to really gain some ground and... and Completely. Put it's, the flag down. Yeah, it, I'd like to think it's going to be one of those, like when we, we, we went away and turned Leicester over 3-0, which was sort of a bit of a bolt from the blue. I'm hoping mm. it's one of those. And Like I say, I don't I don't want to go there and lose. Uh, I'm, if, if we can get Sacco, Kabai and Zaha in the team, I think we'll nick it by a goal, whether it's 2-1. Or... Z- Zaha to potentially score? Oh, I'd love it, yeah, please. I'd, I'd put him more on the assist, actually, because he's... His distribution, that, that pass he played to PVA on Saturday, Outrage. that was sublime. He was looking in the other direction, just the outside of the boot, knew exactly where PVA would be. More of that, please. I think Sorloff will get his debut goal, although he's already got it, it was disallowed. And I think um, Milivojevic will, will... He's such an important player. Yeah. Luca. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Very, very good player. Yeah, he he's he is the sort of the Yedinak heir. Well, really. he's he signed yeah. from Olympiakos. So did Yedinak. Am I right? Uh, Yedinak came from Turkey, didn't he? Was I, yeah. believe, I thought it was Olympiakos. Uh, he I came from Turkey. Of the There's my knowledge. Yedinak yeah. did not play. Yeah, you can put he's that down on the guess. Snap that one down. Did he? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he's been he's been brilliant, Luca, hasn't he? Really? 12, 12, has was it twelve, thirteen million? I mean, he's he, he came in and it took about 10 minutes for him to win over the crowd it's just that spirit that he's got yeah that's it for Harmsdale Radio on Love Sport Radio this Thursday evening chaps my thanks to uh, Nick Gillard and Albi Curley the king of guess who I will catch you well I'll catch you chaps again next week thank you very much yes it's nearly time for some real news people real news not fake news read by very intelligent people just like me that I can tell you Love sport. They call me the spokesman. And I've got one job and one job only saving you money. So, say your home insurance quote is too high. Not a problem. My guys will set up a load of great deals and you just pick the one that suits you. Bosh, job done. Everybody's happy, except maybe your old insurer. So next time you get a big bill, just compare, switch and save at a spokesmansaid.com. You know it makes sense. And then, do you know, you know how your other half is always nagging you about how much you love football? Well, she certainly won't be nagging you anymore when your love for football wins you £1 million. Seven of the best is the online game with big prizes. Just pick six teams to win and one to draw, and you could win £1 million. It's free to play, so what are you waiting for? Play seven of the best today. Check out 7OTB.com. That's the number 7OTB.com. Customer information may be used for targeted advertising. You could visit 10, 20, 50, 100 car dealers. Or just visit Car Giant with giant choice and giant savings. Car Giants. Could you offer an abandoned or unwanted dog a loving home? If you can, All Dogs Matter would love to hear from you. 
Every year, All Dogs Matter Rescue and Rehome around 400 dogs across London and the home counties. But without people like you, this simply wouldn't be possible. Through no fault of their own, these dogs urgently need new loving homes. All Dogs Matter are counting on you to give one of our dogs a second chance in life. Visit alldogsmatter.co.uk Text SEARCH to 66777 and the claims guys will start the ball rolling on your PPI search. Text SEARCH to 66777 now. Thursday night on Love Sport Radio, 558am, DAB and online, as well as via the radio player app. At the Emirates, it's currently half-time between Arsenal and AC Milan. 1-1 there. Arsenal still lead by three goals to one on aggregate. But right about now, it's time for B. Sottage, your weekly fix of Brentford on Love Sport Radio. We'll be reviewing the games against Millwall and Cardiff City. Where did it go wrong for the Bees in midweek? We'll also be posing a question does Dean Smith have to change Brentford's style of play to achieve success all that and more next you can get in touch with us 0208 70 20 558 it's at Love Sport Radio on Twitter first let's head for a Sky News update the TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year we understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.